what's up, everyone? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Uh, we are going to have a fun time today because we got a lot of awesome stuff to talk about. And uh, yeah, if you didn't see, there's a lot of stuff going on right now in the gaming world. Um, lots of stuff. You got, you got Forza releasing, you got Redfall updates, you got uh, ABK closing on Friday the 13th will be a, a dark day for many something we'll celebrate here as well uh oh, no but, psycho's yeah. here yeah i was so like what the fuck was came that? In, he came in hot <laughs> that's for damn sure uh it's it's been a pretty interesting yeah we got uh playstation doing more remasters again of new games so which is interesting we called it by the yeah, way a hundred percent and uh this is just a crazy day uh, this whole uh, week has been absolutely crazy no, but, uh, we only had a four-hour show last night. Yeah, we did. You me. <laughs> we did have four hours of great conversations <laughs> yesterday, bro, and it was a blast on PM and the PM. It was. Um, it was. Before we get into the intros, uh, real quick, I want to give a shout out to PTK, who is having some. Sir, uh, his wife has actually had to go to the hospital, has some health issues potentially. So, uh, best thoughts there. I hope everything is well and uh, turns out okay. And. Uh, as well as also uh, thoughts with PTK, but also this uh, past week, a uh, good friend of the show and good friend of the community as well, uh, Fonzarelli, Fonz, yes. is, his father passed away, um, mm-hmm. which is never, it's all, I mean, it's a horrible thing to have to go through. And um, sh- shout out to Fonz and thoughts are with you as well, man. Uh, I wanted to kind of start the show with that just because, uh, two great guys, two guys that are friends of mine, two uh, great people in the community, and it's it sucks when you see people going through stuff. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah. um, the thoughts with you both, and hope you both are okay. And uh, but we're gonna have a fun show today, guys. Um, this is Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and this has been an ultimate week. That's for damn sure. Uh, quick shout out, huge shout out to Ray Oid who just hit us with a monster. $20 super chat said hit that like button. Yo, appreciate it, Ray. Uh, you're amazing. And as well as everybody else in this chat, lots of awesome people who I've been lucky enough to be racing against a lot of your Dravatars this week, and it's been fun. And I, RSJ fan, to see you in the chat as well. You came out on top on the last full event that I raced. Uh, I got Bro, RSJ Buzz. fan and ran. Both of them are at the top of the leaderboard all the damn time. I'm fighting against those two, like, alternating races. Yeah. One minute it's RSJ, the next minute it's freaking ran. And I know it's not Drivatars anymore, but it's funny that those two names yeah. are up there all the time. Yeah, uh, yeah. Rand always is on the bottom for me, which is funny. Like, Whoa, is, you're oh, always on the bottom I'm for sorry, me. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, it was funny because he's the highest level on my friends yes. list, too. Yes. And, like, and he's yeah. just like way down there in last place every single time. It's absolutely I heard like, that they changed it this year where like they actually try to pair you up with people that drive like closer to like you if you crash a lot they like give you a rating like an s to like d rating or something like that and they try to like match you up with those ratings in more. multiplayer are you talking about because in, they don't have drivatars anymore like they don't do that anymore it's all machine learning now so yeah. i don't know how that works but yeah we whatever. just get to have their fun gamer tags up on the, uh, above the cars to, to make believe yeah, <laughs> yeah. the ads to it though i still find it I does find, i find does. that fun and seeing the names and the leaderboards and stuff like that so mm. Um, yep. let's get into some intros. 
everybody uh welcome to the yeah, show yeah thanks steel in multiplayer yep oh, okay. okay right on yep. cool steel uh what's up psychonauts how are you doing bro i'm just doing fantastic uh had the uh well no longer the midnight release but had the early release of uh assassin's creed mirage i worked the other day and had a pretty decent turnout oh, nice. had quite quite a bit of xbox uh pre-order so i was kind of shocked by that I've seen no one talking about that game though. Yeah. I yeah, on Twitter I yeah, I've there's not too footage, many but not a whole but, lot. It's uh, still from, selling. It's still selling good though with the store to the casuals and all that stuff, right? Yeah, I mean it's uh you know it's kind of like throwback to the old school yeah. uh all like all tier uh, Assassin's Creed, so it's good to see the yeah. stealth mechanic is kind of back with that, so I've I've uh, seen I've heard great things and I've heard like not great things, but the the some of the stuff that people have been complaining about is stuff that honestly I was kind of excited about. So uh, I I can't wait to get to it at some point for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely with uh, with with this Assassin's Creed Mirage and um, their Ubisoft Plus and Anno eighteen eighty and uh, Crew Meadowfest. I might uh, pick that up in, yeah, you know, a couple of months. Try it out. Yeah, Avatar is still supposed to come out this year too, right? In December. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I, I mean, it's pretty good time if you are wanting to try all those games and not have to buy them. Exactly. You know, like it. It would be a good time to try Ubisoft Plus for a couple months or whatever. Um, how you doing, Fuzzy? I'm doing great. Probably not on the uh, that much sleep once again. <laughs> Uh, Forza is now definitely uh, taking the, the lead as far as the game I'm playing, but uh, you know, getting into it, only level 35 at the moment, but uh, still a long ways to go. <laughs> I've just played playing uh, since yesterday and it's already 35. I feel like I played a lot and I'm like 22 or 23 maybe? Something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Got, uh, some small gripes, but it's like just stuff that I'll notice more so than a lot of other people. But um, yeah, you know, it's it's a well, we'll get into the whole details. But outside of that, uh, just doing great. And um, man, glad to be here. Xbox news just keeps on uh, getting better keeps and better each week. Rolling. And next week, man, Are you saying fuzzy years. that 500 cars and 20 maps is not enough. Well, it, I, there's some favorite tracks. I would love to race on no, right now, but uh, no, it's 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 a great foundation. Just some small things that they need to either work on or add. And it, it'll be perfection for me, but it, it's pretty damn close already. But uh, I, I've yeah. been really, honestly, I've been lo- really looking forward to this show uh, today because you know I I've been a Forza guy ever since the first one. I've been a Gran Turismo guy ever since the first one too. I've loved both franchises and I know you do as well, right? Mm-hmm. But as much as I've played, I'm no nowhere near a, a fuzzy Belvedere because you are like the one of the most predominant racing guys in this community, I would have to say, like with knowledge of every aspect of these games with like how the the car handling, the tinkering, uh, the paint editors, like all. all oh, he was shit. in the car industry in real life, for yeah, God's sakes, know, man. man. <laughs> There's really no better person for me to get feedback from, honestly, on how the games play, because you also are not, um, you know, over the top with, you know, angry at specific things. 
thing you're judging things more based on how you like the game as well and I, and and that's going to be important um yeah so i'm looking forward to getting your thoughts bro because i've really been looking forward to it because we haven't spoken since uh monday right yeah. um and you know that was before before forza so um <laughs> jasper how you doing bro uh pretty good played a little bit of warhammer dark tide to try that out uh Played like five minutes of Redfall and I uninstalled it again. I'll install it again <laughs> if we decide to play it together, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it was about the same. <laughs> and then, yeah, just waiting on Forza because I didn't buy the early version and I'm still debating on if I want to download it. So, yeah. And when you say about the same, you're judging it from the PC perspective, right? Yeah. Okay. Like, I think the biggest changes are probably going to be on console for sure. So, right. um, I did install Warhammer Dark Tide just now, I also installed Redfall. Uh, we have plans, uh, at least Pong and I, and hopefully more, uh, to play some of those this weekend. So uh, maybe we'll have some streams and stuff like that and get some good old co-op gaming going again because it's been a while. Um, yep. Hey, what's up with you, Pong? Oh, hey, real quick. Jasper, congratulations on your Starfield videos, dude. There, I, oh, I yeah, just, I'm about to hit a fucking partner program. I just need a few I, more subs. It's fucking then. amazing, dude. Like, I, I, uh, Kate mentioned it to me. Did you see how, like, how many views, like, Jasper's, like, shipbuilding videos are getting? And I, I went and looked. And so you got, like, a couple, like, popping around, like, you got, like, 25K on one of your live streams. You got, like, a, yeah. a couple. People keep of, like, watching the fucking live stream. I'm I know. Like, it's yeah. great. You got yeah. a couple, like, 11Ks and stuff there, yeah. like, as well. And I was like. Dude, hell yeah, man! Like, cause like those, honestly though, it's because the ships are really good. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes, uh, and they get shared and stuff like that. So, uh, props to you for for doing that. It's great to see. Uh, anyway, moving on to Pong Soul. Congratulations, <laughs> moving on. Seriously though, here's your flowers. Now get off yeah. the stage, Jasper. Yeah. Jesus. I, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am ha I'm happy for you and your and your channel and what that's doing, yeah. dude. It's it's absolutely yeah, amazing to see. It is. It's fucking um, awesome, man. Pong Soul. Four hours yes, sir. yesterday. Yeah, we did. Who knows we how did, the man. fuck long we're going tonight? I have no idea. I hope not. Four and a half? <laughs> no, ain't, ain't no way. But uh, no, because we're not going to have another Pong and Mav rant tonight. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep it chill. Uh, we'll keep it chill tonight, yeah. folks. That so. did take up like a good like forty five minutes, probably. Yeah, so. yeah, it was a good forty five minutes start to the show we weren't planning on, so that kind of derailed the show early. But no, no, it's great to be here, brothers. Great to be here on a Friday night. The news keeps rolling. If you guys didn't realize it, chat. First of all, you're all beautiful, and uh, yes. Second of all, uh, first or I should say, first of all, Mav, uh, thank you for bringing up Fonz and PTK yeah. for sure. PTK today, late today, everything was great. I, we were DMing in a little bit today, and the next thing I knew, I saw his post. So yes, please, um, both Fonz and PTK, everybody, uh, send extra prayers and energy to both of them um for sure uh again we do that a lot in this community when things go down um and it's helped a lot of people more so than people believe so um please do that chat um but uh yeah chat um if you didn't know it is the golden age of game um right now is absolutely insane about what's going on mav and i like we were like wrapping up the show last night and then we started talking about more stuff coming out and how call of duty Modern Warfare 3 went from I'm not playing that and I'm not interested and I'm talking about me to 
okay, they got me again yeah. <laughs> to Diablo two, you know, Diablo four season two looking fantastic on top of Starfield on top of fours on top of all this stuff dropping in the game pass mm-hmm. Redfall getting 60 frame patch today. Now I've got that redownloaded like Mav said dark tide. I want to try out as well. This is insane folks. And next week, as Mav kind of started the show with, with, with Friday the 13th, supposedly being the date that they're aiming for. Yeah. yeah, things just get even spicier because ABK finally closes and you can all sit back and say, well, we kind of knew this has been dragging on for 20 plus months now. My God, we talked it to death, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, but it becomes real next week, uh, potentially. And that changes everything in this industry. Uh, again, we've we've said from the yeah. beginning why we talked about this so much was because this is one of those moments. This is one of those moments we look back that could really shape things towards the future, near future, but even further than that, the big long term stuff. So if that does wrap up next week, my God, we're going to have even more to talk about. But uh, thank you all for being here. It's great to be here with you, brothers. Can't wait to hear Fuzzy's takes on uh, Forza. Get Steel's takes on Forza tomorrow morning. Steel's already level 40-something, uh, and he's been playing multiplayer and everything, yeah. too. So going to get a lot of Forza talk, uh, which is great because uh, we do have a lot to get into. So let's just do it, man. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Um, and, hey, huge shout-out as well to Risk It for the Biscuit and the xbox infinite podcast crew you went from infinite to ultimate and uh that's the way to do it guys on a friday night so <laughs> thank you uh, risk it. appreciate that i risk it and uh all the xbox infinite panel members and the, their community for stopping by for this show now let's not waste any time fuzzy belvedere racing guru I want to make sure you get your mic unmuted before I go to you here. Yeah. Fuzzy uh, <laughs> Belvedere, the the great racer, the man who knows all about these racing games, who has how many hours do you have in GT7? I think it's like 2,200 right now. Fucking hell. Um, and how many hours did you put into Forza Motorsport 7? It's at least 18-something, 1,900, just under 1,900 hours, I think. Okay, so credentials okay i'm just i'm just saying uh mind you also like you when you talk about this stuff you talk about it in a degree that frankly i don't understand some of the stuff that you're talking about because you're talking about car mechanics you're talking about like tire roll and i I mean just like all this other shit that's like okay whatever right uh i just like the way the cars drive you know (laughs) but what's your impressions overall from Forza Motorsport. It's been six years, Fuzz. Mm-hmm. Was it the leap that should have been made for six years for you? In many ways, yes. The The handling, oh, definitely. Uh, the visuals, definitely. Um, the trackside um, look and the overall environment, uh, the rubber... Um, the rubbering of like the track as far as like the wear of the tires and then helping you with the traction uh, when it's, you know, dry pavement, it's a little slick when it's uh, when it rains and stuff. But outside of that, all of the aspects for the handling and the feel of the car have definitely improved over what motorsport seven had. Uh, you can feel without it being as much of a, a numb feel when you go over the curbs or when you cut 
like or dip a tire in the grass, it definitely hooks you. Or like if you're hitting like a, a puddle or like a uh, basically like, well, it is a small puddle on some of the parts of the track where there's like an indentation. You feel the pull either to the left or the right, depending on which tire hits. Um, there, there are so many things that they've improved just on the handling aspect that you can tell in comparison to Motorsport 7. The areas where they could have used a little bit more improvement tend to point more so at like just some of the polished stuff. So uh, the only complaints I have so far have been like painting of, and these are minor things, these aren't game breaking, but there are little nuances or nu nuisances. Um, brake calipers, if you have stock calipers on it, you can change the colors. Great. You start putting the aftermarket on, they're stuck red. No big deal, but you know, something that I wish they would have <laughs> caught before release. Uh, aftermarket wheels and even some factory wheels, when you go to paint them or change the coloring of them, some of the coloring doesn't stay right. And even when it's in motion on the track, sometimes the color disappears. So these are just little minor, like visual things. Mm -hmm. uh, but the bigger picture, as far as the platform, yeah, I would have loved to have had more tracks and certain tracks at launch, but with their cadence that they've talked about so far, it looks like we might get a track a month uh, and some new ones, new to Forza altogether, it mixed in there. So if they can stick to that type of cadence over the next year or so, I, I'll be plenty happy with more than likely some of my favorites getting mixed in there. But as far as the types of cars that they have, love the selection few parts I wish they would have tweaked as far as like roll cages for convertible cars. So like my Mazda Miatas that I love for like the slow pace, close racing, uh, they don't have the bars going to the windshield. No big deal, but that would be just a minor touch. But the handling of the car more so than when I, I uh, play GT7, for, I'm now having to get reused to driving it stock and then having to build it up which originally I thought that was going to be a bit of a nuisance as far as the leveling system, but the way I'm going about it, well, a couple of key things, definitely do practice. The practice before the race yeah. will give you a lot of time to get car points or level up the car, probably two or three levels just in practice alone. Do your best to stick to corners. Uh, do your best to accelerate hard out of the corners, overtake any of the other practicing cars if you can um, to get extra points and stuff. Try to avoid contact. Try to avoid going off uh, off track, and you'll you'll definitely get a couple level uh, levels just in the practice alone. Um, when you do level the car up high enough to be able to ch change the tire compound, consider going with the soft compound if it's a short race with without long straights. Um, if it's going to have a lot of long straights and not a lot of turns or switchbacks, do the medium tire. Uh, or you could go with the harder tire if you feel more like you want to have more of a, a drift or a little bit more looser feel going through the turns. But just the, the handling aspect is where they kind of nailed it. Um, the visuals, initially I had the similar issue with the changing from performance mode to performance ray tracing. Yes, you do have to close the program and restart your Xbox, which no big deal. I think they tried to, you know, in the notes they were saying, oh, you don't have to do anything to do that but it's the same thing with horizon five whenever you go from uh, performance mode to uh, the fidelity mode you got to reboot the the game and 
in better cases, you know, restart the console. But I I love the visual aspects of the game outside of the, the yeah, one it, or two blemishes like the wheels and things. That's been that, a, that, one of the biggest complaints from some people is the uh is the visuals, not thinking it was like and I noticed some things early on with like some of the lighting and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. But then also, I, I've doing some, I've done some tinkering and stuff with my settings on PC and things like that. Yeah. And I think that uh, um, overall, I honestly like even the blemishes that I feel like I had early on are kind of have melted away now. So uh, what overall, like, do you, do you see what people are saying about the visuals and? Yeah, but I've I've only played it on console so far. I haven't mm-hmm. bothered putting it on PC just yet because I didn't want to spoil things. I, I am going to eventually trans, uh, transfer over to PC, but the key thing is reboot the Xbox. Like if you put it in performance ray tracing, reboot it. If you had it in performance mode or fidelity mode prior, um, close the game, reboot it. It should fix some of the things. Uh, the other thing that it's, I think it's more of their own choice as far as the sky. And a lot of times when I see these comparisons, it's the haziness, which you can on free play, you can adjust the weather. So you don't have a hazy kind of like uh coverage in the area. You can have it where it's like perfectly clear or just some clouds. When you compare it to GT seven and motorsport, it's always, they're comparing the hazy track day to the bright and sunny with very few clouds on GT seven. And it makes the cars look dull because if you've ever seen a painted car in a hazy day, it's going to have more of a dull look. So it's, so you think it's just more realistic with the lighting actually affecting sometimes, right? Yeah. Now the, the thing I think where they really shine is at night when the cars have their headlights on and you have a car pass in your or pass across your beams or you're undercutting them and, and you can see how the shadow at uh, the shadow and lighting, you know, acts accordingly, like what you would expect in real life when the car crosses uh, or when you cross from behind the car and things like that. So the lighting, they definitely nailed a lot of things. There are some issues I've seen on replays, which I, I, I want to be perfectly clear and upfront on this. I still think when I compare replay modes, I still give the nod to GT7. And and the main reason why, and it's not a knock at the Turn 10 team, it looks like with GT7, it's almost like they've watched TV broadcasts or races of races. So that way they position the cameras in the same thing what you would see watching it on TV. And motorsport doesn't always, it doesn't seem like they do that. So they've done some, better. Would you agree, Fuzzy? Yes. Oh, I yeah. brought this they, up last night. The, the hill cameras and some yes. of the corner cameras are much, much better than they used yes. to be. Yes. yes. But it's it's still not quite correct where it could be, but it is an improvement over Motorsport 7 by a good bit. But I still give the nod to GT7 just from a camera aspect. Not just not the visual, just the camera locations and the scenes, and when the cars fly by or packs a gr- or group uh, yeah. racing and things like that. Um, but overall, I think the 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 big thing that when you look at some of the visuals, and I I, I remember seeing J Rock's one earlier, and I, I I remember adjusting the cameras on GT7 to kind of make it feel more like uh, Forza, so you can see a little bit of slippage of the car, but the car still really stay centered on screen compared to 
motorsport where you do feel a little bit more of if the car is starting to kick out onto the t- uh, coming out of the turn or if you're drifting a little bit or or if the car is real loose you'll definitely see it from the way the car is either squatting or 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 you know sliding uh across the screen and stuff but there are some there they made some major improvements in a lot of areas but there are some areas where they could do just maybe a smidge better like um the damage model it's great that they have it but i wish it wasn't always as scratched up <laughs> but then again the the key thing is try not to make contact and you'll have a clean car at the end of the race but uh um overall the visuals i'm i'm happy with what i see if they were to make any slight changes the visuals for the damage i would take the scratching down just a notch or make it where it's like after the third contact then you see the scratch as opposed to oh i just nudged that car and it's like have my paints gone but um overall the ai is another area where they've made improvements although it still needs work and i don't think anybody can ever really nail ai like it's better this time so they don't break check in the middle of the turn as much sometimes it happens but it's more so that another car cut in front of them um but they don't pile up going into like a first turn like they used to like when you would um race in motorsport seven it was like that first turn especially at watkins Glen. Mm. You, you you expect like five cars to be off the track or or piling into right. each other and then every car behind them comes to a complete stop before they like single file come out of that turn type of deal and now they've they've made it where the cars will try to take other lines although sometimes those lines are off the track so then they get stuck in the grass but um they've definitely improved the ai could it use some more improvement i'm i'm pretty sure it could especially with the AI learning. I think over time, it'll probably get better, uh, but it's an improvement over previous. But overall, I'm I'm putting it minus like some of my minor complaints. I would say it's a strong 88 to uh, or, or better. I don't want to give it a full 90 only because I know that there's a lot of things that other people want within this game. And it's like, I can't give them carte blanche and say, oh, it's a 95 and, you know, they don't have the drag racing, which I kind of want. And I know there's a good bit of other people that do as yeah, well. Or the drift. And they don't right? have the drifting and, yeah. and things like that. But for what they do have, it's solid. And knowing that they're going to support this thing probably for the next five, six years plus with content on a monthly basis. And in some cases, weekly basis for events and things like that. I, I can't fault it for that. Just. Yeah. A, just a smidge more polish at launch. I, I'm and I sure think thoughts on that RPG mechanic, though. For me, I thought it was going to be more annoying than what it is currently. Now, when you do the career, it doesn't seem as intrusive. Now, it probably will start to annoy me when I do more of the free uh, free play as far as like custom races and things, because I'm finding it now. Like I have my two Miata purchases, two Mustang purchases. One, one of the Camaros and one of the Vets, and I've gotten most of those cars to like level 10. Um, and it just feels like, all right, there's the miles that I wanted off the rip. I wanted to do, go ahead and do the suspension upgrade. But then again, if I use that in a career, it, it the progression for that seems like it, it matches. So if you are going through the career and you go and choose a car for that particular like event or or that series or tour it works out great but when you start diving into oh i want to go ahead and get my ferrari for online racing yeah go ahead and get that uh car leveled up first like go ahead and do rivals go ahead and do free play for a good bit 
just to kind of at least get the car leveled up before you go and and get frustrated and be like, oh, I want to do this uh, online event with my friends. Oh, crap. They're all, you know, level 50 cars and I just bought this car type of thing. But I think from a career mode standpoint, it's great for the overall fan base. I think they probably should adjust it where those car points are tied to the manufacturer. Like I see a, a thing about a discount for like brand loyalty. So if you buy a Mustang yeah, or like five Fords or something like that, you'll get a discount. Five Dodges, you get a discount and stuff like that. So maybe if the car points are t- tied to every one of that brand manufacturer or every one of those cars within that lineup or, or family. So since there's probably what, like five or six Mustangs in game and they'll probably add more other versions of Mustangs, Make it so if I if I got my GT500 up to level 50, I don't need to go ahead and get the Fox body up to level 50 just to put the parts on it that I, I would like to have to start off with. Like either have like your new base is like, okay, if you got a, a car from Ford at level 50, all cars from now on will start at level 10 or all cars from now yeah. on from Ford start at level 20. And I think that would be the the nice compromise so it doesn't feel as much of a grind. For See, that's, just I was watching. I was watching Mavstream. I haven't played it yet, but I was watching Mavstream the other night, and I noticed that like he would level up a car, he would get XP for the car and leveled up, but he, then he would also get money. So I'm like, then he mm-hmm. has to take the money and then buy the stuff that he just unlocked for the car. When it should just be the XP no, unlocks that the, fucking tires. No, you don't use it's just the, the XP. No, you don't use no, the money no. to buy. The oh, cars, okay, because it looked right. like you were buying tires and shit. I was. You, you are. Yeah, that's car, car points. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah get, the money like, you can use for just the cars, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There's car points you get for leveling up, and then there's money you get for rewards, and then the money you get for the rewards you use to buy cars, right? Yeah. yeah. And then the and car the cars points, are reasonably priced. Yeah, they are. <laughs> that's that's the thing too. Although okay, because it, it looked like just from like because I, I haven't played like I said, but it just looked like you were just getting money and then XP and then have to spend that money for the shit that you unlocks with the XP. I was like, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, no, but, it's not no, okay. You get the sense. car points with the XP. You yeah. get the car points. You yeah. earn car points as well as you level up your car that you use towards the parts. That's what you do. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is fine. That works well. So I, I have a question. I got fuzz. Um, hmm. So you you talked and started off talking about the handling and the and the racing. Now something that I've seen in this chat, uh, people bringing up, Steel brought it up that other people are saying this, and like uh, that the game feels more arcadey, um, which I personally a hundred percent disagree with. You need to adjust your settings but, if that's the case. But for <laughs> but just coming to you because you know obviously have your thousands of hours in these games uh mm-hmm. and uh you obviously know more about these games than anybody here on this panel or any probably most people that are saying anything about this game in the reviews or impressions or any of that kind of stuff well, what's your overall uh take on the handling versus is it more arcades and more or is it more semi is it about the same or is it like it's- what kind of leap do you have there as well it it kind of depends on your settings and i'll 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 say for this for my settings i do i'm right now doing normal steering instead as opposed to simulation steering because i'm running into an issue on quick switchbacks and chicanes where if i have and i'm doing controller right now because i don't want to feel like setting up the wheel until i know i'm either per- permanently on pc or on console um if you go from left uh, like thumbstick all the way to the left and all the way to the right for a quick chicane. 
it seems like it gets locked in center when you're on like simulation mode. So there's some issues with that that might make it feel somewhat arcadey where, especially if you're using the car in stock form as opposed to modified form, where it does feel a little bit more drifty or loose and things like that. Um, but the traction control, I have it on sport only because most cars in real life, you can't, unless it's a dedicated track car, you can't turn off traction control completely yeah. without pulling a fuse. ABS I leave on because once again, every car most is track ABS. Car, yeah. Yeah. Now stability control, because most cars you can turn that off, or at least the cars I've driven without having to pull a fuse, I'll turn that completely off. And that gives me like the happy medium of what you would expect the real cars to do yes. in a lot of cases. Um, the other thing you want to do is adjust the default tire pressures. Like my always, my, my go-to is up the pressure on like for real, real drive in particular, up the pressure one, you know, half pound, uh, or just basically one click up for the rear tires, one click down for the front tires to get more grip and turn in, and then a little bit more speed out of the straightaway out of the rears. Um, and you're going to heat up those fronts a lot, especially on a uh, track with a lot of turns. So you don't have to worry about it being too low of a pressure and stuff like that. So that should help. But the default settings on any car you get without going into like the tuning, like, cause you can at least adjust the air pressure, uh, on pretty much every car. And some cars will have it where you can adjust the brakes. Those are a couple of key things to take a look at first. The default settings, I think they made, I won't say it's easy mode, but the default settings are not what you would expect out of that car in real life. And in, in a lot of cases, like the brake balance is not always, you know, 50, 50 on some of these performance cars. I usually, especially for rear wheel drive, is that that's my preference. I'll put uh brake bias towards the front. So I'll put it at 51 with 135%. So that way, now the thing is, you'll see sometimes if, if I uh, start uploading replays, you'll see the front wheels lock up or come to a, like a stop in some cases and then start to roll. But that gives you a little bit better slowdown and, and control so the car doesn't feel as uneasy heading into the turn. But um, arcade wise, I, like the big thing when I, I look at GT7 and, and Forza, I've, I've said this before and they've continued with the way Forza feels like it's in track and GT7 feels like more like it's on the track. And it's not that GT7 is sliding all around. It it does have that more of a glide feel. So it doesn't feel yeah, as... Yeah, I call it floaty feel, yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't feel as into the track or as much grip or as, as what you would expect. So you get sometimes like a twitch loose coming out of a turn. But when it comes to Forza you feel the brakes biting in and the nose dive until you get, you know, better springs to prevent that nose dive and stuff. You feel the brakes gripping and, and slowing the tires down and the nose, you know, setting forward and stuff like that. If you're accelerating out of turn, you do feel the nose lift up and it's squat on the rear, at least for rear wheel drive cars and things like that. So it, it has, Based on your settings, it has the potential to feel completely sim or to feel somewhat arcadey. But if you're just going with the default stuff, or if you've been one of the fans of turning everything off, I haven't gone that far yet. But like I said, the sim steering, at least on a controller, isn't there? There's something wonky about it right now. Um, 
turning like traction control off, uh, ABS off, and um, stability control off, sometimes that will make the car a lot more slidey. Uh, so if you feel like you're drifting everywhere, it's because you may have to adjust your dead zone on the throttle. Because if you're giving it more gas than what the tires are able to grip to, then it's going to feel like it's it's always drifting going around turns. If you're getting to the point where it feels too twitchy going through the turns, you may have to add to the dead zone on the uh, the steering control on controller. Now, I haven't used wheel yet, but it, it looks like just based on how the settings are, for those that use a wheel, it, it should be an easier or better overall out of the box feel without having to manipulate the settings as much because it looks like a lot of stuff is set excuse me, more like it's for a steering wheel, but for controller, you will have to adjust your your uh, gas and brake as far as dead zones and steering possibly for your dead zones. Another thing, make sure your, your parking brake button or whatever you use for parking brake is convenient. If you like using that for turns or, or to at least get the car woed down if you missed your brake point or something along those lines. But for me, I, I would say it feels like a sim racer that with the aids on could be arcadey, but the way I have it set up, it feels more like what I would expect the cars to feel like. But once again, if you're starting yeah. with stock suspension or stock cars, they're not going to handle all that great. Yeah. Uh, so, default controls kind of be a little bit more accessible, right? So, um, yeah. and that's kind of and I think early in the game, right away, it kind of lets you choose from like a couple different settings. Like, like, mm-hmm. do you want to go all like sim, or do you want to go all like medium, or do you want to go like easy or whatever? And I call, I kind of usually go for the middle ground, right? Like, um, mm-hmm. I'm using the brake assist right now just to learn the tracks. I don't like the full driving line all the time. Um, mm-hmm. I have you know traction control on, ABS on. Uh, uh, I didn't turn off the, uh, what was the other one? A stability. stability. Yeah, I didn't turn that off, but I'll, maybe I'll try doing that now. But, um, other, and I also am using automatic, whereas usually I get into these and I end up going manual eventually, mm-hmm. right? So that all that stuff's going to make a huge impact. You're playing with so. brake assist on? No, not brake well, assist. Well, you said it's about the brake no. break line. Uh, no, break line. No, I ain't not playing. <laughs> I was going to say, like, no. Jesus. I mean, you Christ. could use brake assist with this. Like, the, it, no. it has hell, hell, the accessibility I'm, to be yeah. able to turn you, everything off. Yeah, you can have the car pretty much where you're just kind of moving the stick around and if you want. Yeah. You know, you that, can even have, like, acceleration assist. That I shit think. annoys the fuck out of me when it breaks your car. It's like, no, I, I got an extra <laughs> second before I need to brake. <laughs> it was funny when I did, uh, I, I when I, when I was 16, I did my, like, or 15, I did my, like, driving school, like, driver's ed or whatever. And, I, and then, like, I passed and everything. And then they do this, like, one final drive thing with you, right? And, like, I was feeling confident. I was on a high or whatever. You know, yeah, I passed my driver's ed test. You know, I'm just going to go on this final drive with this uh, douchebag to my left who's judging me and stuff. Well, like, he didn't like the fact that I wanted to turn right at this red where, where the traffic was coming. I had plenty of room to go. But I was like, started going in the middle of my turn. He slammed his ass on the fucking brake right next to me. I'm like, bam. And he's like, are you trying to kill us? I'm like, dude, like we got plenty of time. What are you talking about? And anyway, yeah, I don't like people breaking for me either. I would <laughs> never use brake assist. Uh, I have trauma from that one time. Yeah, I, but uh, I do like the, dr- the driving line right now just to have for the braking line where you're supposed yeah. to you know where your stopping zones are because 
I feel like every fours is slightly different with this, and like you gotta gotta get used to the track. And I don't want to spend all my time running running into the fucking grass, dude. Like I just <laughs> I just don't. But uh, anyway, I, I don't like using rewind either. So um, I was gonna ask Fuzzy, uh, have you noticed anything with the tires? As in, if you have certain tire pressures, does it wear out the tires more? Do you get better grip? Um, yes. Does it more better handling? All right. So soft compound. If you go with the race tires, soft yeah. compound definitely wears. And the yes. smoother you drive, the less wear you'll notice. Like I, there were a couple of laps early on where I was just, you can hear the tires grinding. And as I started getting into the r- rhythm of things, where I can smooth it out and not have to, you know, cut the wheel and and jam on the brakes as much it seemed like the tire wear slowed a bit so that like you'll see right next to the tire, there's like this little line and it'll start to tick down as those tires wear. I tried doing like an extreme, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I can't think of the term now, but like I, the, the camber I had it where basically I had it on the extreme where I was running on the inside of the sidewalls just to test some things out. And it was generating a lot more heat. And wear on those particular tires, but those were, they were either the street or the sport tires. I was just okay. playing around to see if uh, it would start to wear yeah. out. And you can tell so, that like after about lap three or so of doing that, you don't have the same grip that you did going in the first turn, even though the car is lighter because you're spending fuel. Cause I also have it where it's doing tire wear and fuel, even though like your, your car is getting lighter as you're using the fuel you're not able to like you'll you'll start to oversteer because the tires are just they're used up at that point. So you're not going to make the turns like you used to. So, yeah. so they the definitely Camber, improved it. So yeah. Camburn Caster does also play a huge role in this. Yeah. Okay. Right on, man. <clears throat> um, hey, Razor N Z. Super appreciate it, man. Hit us with 10 uh gifted memberships, dude. Uh Razor, you rock. Um Congrats let's go. Who's going to match it? The train has started, everybody. <laughs> Choo-choo. Let's go. We need at least 20. We're going for 20. So I want to see a five spot. I want to see another 10 spot. Let's get this train going. That's right, folks. And don't forget to buy some Fun Speculation Network coffee. That's right. Start <laughs> yeah. your day right with magical beans from the one and only Mav. That's right, everybody. Get ready. Orders are going live. Now that my opening monologue is over, I would like you all to join me for. <laughs> oh, oh man, uh, no, no more refudges going on here. Hey, but Mav, it's working. Does this glasses thing where he like but, shakes the side of it there a little bit? But Mav, it's working because you're not showing ads in the middle of your our show, so. Alvin, thank you for the 10. There it is. We 20. We hit the 20 train. Let's go, everybody. That's right. The stretch goal is on. The The stretch stretch goal. The stretch goal is now 50. Let's go, folks. Let's go. Keep those ads from coming on screen. Let's go. We need a 50. Let's do this. I would take a shirt off at 50. Caitlin was gifted a membership. Welcome, Caitlin. To the speculators. Yeah. <laughs> Psychonauts, you were gifted a membership. Welcome to the speculators, brother. Because that's how we do it here on Fun Speculation. Let's keep this going. Appreciate you all. Let's go. Yeah, no, th- uh, thank you, guys. I super appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> oh, my I God. I can't help it, man. Know, it's so dude, classic, so bro. Uh, oh, um. <laughs> 
<laughs> but fuzzy, that was like a freaking thesis, bro. It was. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, as everything I hoped for, I was like anticipating. It's like, what is fuzzy gonna have to say? You know, like I gotta, I can't wait. I, I've been more curious, just like if overall were you disappointed or were you happy? And it sounds like you were really fucking pleased, which yeah, um, could have gone the opposite way. You know what I mean? It, it could have because this is like a, an important game for you. You know what I mean? And you're gonna judge it more critically in a lot of different areas than most people would, you know, and in different ways, right? And not just looking at what, like how the light hits something or how this, you know, the one aspect or whatever. And then like, have you ran into any issues fuzzy? Like, cause I saw they have like a patch, like list of known issues. It's like a mile long. Mm -hmm. Like, have you ran anything that's like consistently an issue for you? Uh, just the painted wheels, uh, custom or aftermarket brake calipers if you want to change the color on those uh crashes when you do something going back and forth between buying cars and modding them there's some sort of glitch where if you take if it if you want to go back to buy more cars or go back to my cars something causes it to crash at times um and then there's the steering bug which going into a chicane turn all the way left, turn all the way right on the controller with just the thumbsticks. Um, it locks at center on that second input. So if you're turning extreme left and then want to turn extreme right to make the turn, it just goes straight off the track. And it's like, I know I'm not missing the <laughs> turn. And I, I wound up watching my replay from the inside of the car because I usually do the chase cam until I have the wheel set up. So I'm like, why is this thing going straight on some of these turns? I'm like, I'm not, I'm not getting that old where I can't navigate that turn. And I, I look at it and it's like the wheel goes and then it just goes straight. And I'm like, oh, that's why it's like either I'm doing too quick of an input or too much of an input. And it just doesn't know what to do. And it just goes, oh, just go straight. Mm. But um, okay, those are probably the main things. Uh, the other little things are just more so like I'm noticing, even though the AI are supposedly not rubber banding. The top three are usually the fastest. And I'm noticing that last one, it seems like they, they've made it where they give them a little boost until like you're within either the last minute of time limit or last lap where it's like to make for a more exciting race. But I, yeah. I figured out a way to set up the car. So underset the car, but make the car lighter and it, that boost doesn't seem to affect them as much. So, well, but those are just the, the little things I haven't looked at their, their uh, patch list yet, but I know the paint stuff is definitely on there. Cause I, I was like, guys, why, why is this? Yeah. You, this was something from the previous ones that you had issues with. Cause and I saw one, one of them. It said that like certain stats, when you like change out a part and display incorrectly. So I didn't know if you just like ran into any of that or whatever. No, I not yet. Um, I'll definitely keep an eye out for it. Um, but so far the stats, everything seemed good. Um, setups, it's like a relearning to some extent compared to the previous ones, even though it's a lot of the same parts, but it, a lot of this stuff right now, I think, um, it, it's, it's got some, some quirks to it that hopefully by the 10th, they have a patch ready to go. So the, the, you know, launch day, the official launch day crowd yeah. aren't, you know, like, why are my wheels gray or 
when they're supposed <laughs> to be chrome or supposed to be black or something like that. So we'll we'll see. Yeah, right on, man. Um, there was one thing I, I was having on PC, which was a weird thing, and I was uh, trying to figure it out with you guys and the messages earlier because it was bothering me. Like, uh, there there is this one thing on PC that was happening, and it's when the you know the main home screen view when you see the car kind of moving around and it switches camera angles. There's these like shadows that are like kind of dancing on the car. Um, and I was like, what the hell is that all about? You know, um, mm-hmm. so I kept changing all these different settings and switching stuff on and off and like tinkering things, running benchmark tests, all this stuff. Um, and I eventually ended up settling just going back to auto with ultra because I couldn't figure out like exactly what settings are the best right now. Uh, but what I realized that when I was running the benchmark test, is that even though I had my game going to that TV and I had the game set in 4K and I had already restarted a few times, mm-hmm. on the benchmark, I noticed, because uh, it tells you all the information, I noticed it was saying 1440p. So I was like, why is that happening? Right? Because it's set to 4K in the settings and that's a 4K TV. Why is it, you know, why is it saying 1440 in the benchmark? Right? So um, I was like, well, uh i had a thought so i went to my pc settings and i changed my main display to the tv instead of my ultra wide mm-hmm. and when i did that and went back it fixed it <laughs> right so the game will launch there's no like like starfield if you have multiple displays you can like there's a setting where you can like choose which monitor right you mm-hmm. want it to display to there's no setting like that in forza motorsport right so when the game launches, there's no way to get it to not launch, at least as far as I know, on your main display. And then what I would have to do is full sc- uh, take it out of full screen, drag it over to that TV, make it full screen. And, and yeah, even and, then, it should have still went 4K. It's, so it's it's, like- it should have still went. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what I've done in other games, right? Um, and the settings said 4K and all that stuff, right? But in the benchmark, it wasn't. So I'm like, okay, so there's like. The game thinks it's supposed to be running in 4K, but the benchmark also is saying 1440. So I know that there's some kind of confusion going there. So after I switched to the main display to the TV and launched it, it launched on the TV natively, right? Instead of me dragging it. And then it fixed it. And then also the, the a lot of the dancing. It, I still see some of the dancing stuff with the shadows on that only on that one view. But there's nowhere near as much. And I think it's because it was confused about the resolution or something of the shadows and stuff like that so mm. but anyway i I, fi- I figured out the solution for that and that's i guess it's a bug um i don't know if it's an amd thing or if it's a uh forza thing um but the, i checked there's no new drivers out or anything like that yeah. but that's the only thing and it was causing crashes because like when the uh game would come out of like a race you know would go to a dark screen and try and come back i think it would get confused about the resolution and that would cause mm. uh my uh graphics card to report a crash or the, the game would crash so uh, i was having some crashes from pc and all that stuff but now it's fixed after i figured that out so uh welcome to pc yeah welcome to pc right <laughs> um and after also i had made statements before uh, I talked about this last night on PM and the PM I also talked about it on boom show on X vlog when I was on there yesterday that there were like series X and PC and all that stuff. Like I didn't really notice much of a difference or whatever. Ultimately that was because of that issue that I was having. Right. So after setting this up and stuff, like I'm noticing a bigger difference now, like with the PC versus series X 
it's still nothing like Starfield, right? <laughs> like I, you, if you're playing on Series X, like you're gonna, ha- it's it's not a huge drastic difference going to a high end PC. Um, but the, it was different than what I was experiencing the other day. So it, it does obviously look better, but, um, uh, man, it's been so good. I got to figure out and I got to talk to somebody. I got to talk to like an Asa or like a, some, somebody about how to get good captures from my PC. I, anytime I do recordings, even with OBS and all from your stuff, Xbox or no, you're like, oh, are X- you trying to I tried an Xbox one today, and that was okay. that was shit from the Xbox Game Bar. That was like a crap. No, I I, the settings were, but like the I'll like if you go into OBS, OBS, you can uh, just when you hit the record button, like you know how you have like record and stream yeah. and stuff at the If you go to your record settings, you just increase your bitrate to like ten thousand or whatever, and your yeah. encoder. So like the higher your bitrate is, the better quality yeah. you're going to get. I have it set to like high quality, or whatever. But I need to check. I guess I need to check on the bitrate or whatever because I try. Yeah. I was like trying to get some good gameplay. I wanted to capture and stuff and and share, but it just go going back on the videos like nothing compared to what it looks like. You know what I mean? So um, I'll have to do some more tinkering about it. I'll talk to you guys later. But anyway, whew, man, what a game! Uh, have you yeah. played it all, Psycho yet, or or no? You you no, on no, the Game I, Pass version? Yeah, I've been playing too much Starfield to really get into spending thirty five dollars extra to because i'm not gonna play i know myself yeah because starfield has me sucked in but um but i know once it comes out i'll be uh, i definitely will be playing it um it looks it looks amazing see a lot of great stuff um not seeing anything bad Uh, and earlier to when we started the show when i was asking fuzz you know what uh 500 cars and 20 tracks is not enough it's just the uh i I don't know it wasn't rgn but it was somebody that was like there wasn't enough cars and tracks to that made this game great i'm like that's why they gave it a low score and i'm like the fuck are you smoking i mean i think it had more cars and tracks than gt7 so uh right Am I correct, or did GT7 have more? Fuzz. You're on mute, Fuzzy. You're mute. You're still muted. It's in the... Uh, oh, and there... Okay. Hey, Okay. Welcome back. No, it had... Um, it has at least, I want to say, 60 to 80 cars more at launch than what GT7 did, and I think it has one less track, but... It has more real tracks than GT7 more, had at launch. Real tracks. Um, so, if you're into real tracks, that's which I I prefer myself. Yeah, it it's yeah more it's a landslide. I think it's something like. Uh, Is there more track variations? From start, yes, because GT7 when it launched didn't really have many variations, right? Uh, and that's something that they've added since to some of the tracks that already have it. Like there's variations that are in. Uh, motorsport that aren't in GT7, like um, what do you call it? Laguna Seca? They have this new short track, which I've I've never actually seen any race setups for it. So I'm wondering if it's something that they custom made for them, or if it's like an old um, layout that they used to use that they no longer use. But GT7 doesn't have that short track layout, which connects the long straight uh, from the front to like that 
second uh, long straight uh, on the back end when you start to go uphill. So, they, yeah, they definitely have a lot more variance of of the tracks that they both have nice. in common. So, yeah, with, with yeah. the exception of um, uh, Nurburgring, that's the only one that we got to wait until spring to get the other variation of it. Man, it's that's awesome. It's a freaking awesome game, man. I I haven't felt this way about a sim racer in a long time. Like I, and I love sim racers. I always have, but like this much, like this has got this addicting quality to it right now. And I think that's most people that have been playing it. That's what they've been kind of feeling too. I like Pong is, I'm more surprised honestly by how much you're loving it. You know what I mean? Like, I know you're not I, just because like, you know, you, I know you like Forza, but like you, you I never be, killed Forza. I on know. Screen. But you, yeah, no. You, oh. <laughs> well, yeah. You were more of a horizon guy though, right? No, no, I mean, no, I, I am. I am. I am. I am pretty much split down the middle. Down the I middle. enjoy both, but no, I've been, I, I was a GT guy forever, right? Back yeah. in the day on Sony. I love sim racing. I, I love my arcade racers too. Uh, obviously, Need for Speed and all the rest. But no, I love sim racing from the get-go. So I'm pretty much split down the middle. I enjoy both for what they provide. Um, and that's the way I've always been. I've played both equally, I would say, uh, right. through the years for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So no, Forza, uh, this Forza Motorsport, I already you know, spent a lot of time talking about it last night is definitely has raised the bar. Turn 10 did what we all believe they would do. I've got my nitpicks uh, with it, which I talked about last night. Uh, shout out to cyber. Who's uh, still giving me a hard time in the chat uh, for my cloud expose <laughs> last night. Um, my clouds thing. Um, I certainly have my nitpicks, but one thing we didn't talk about last night, Matt, which I don't think either one of us uh, brought up, um, and I got to give huge giant kudos to turn 10 on this as well is the sound. Uh, what they've yeah. done with the sound is unbelievable. They, it feels like they went back and really said, okay, what else can we do better here? And the, the engine sounds, the spatial sounds in this game um, are phenomenal. And that's both using headphones and just using my TV speakers, even my TV speakers, which obviously, you know, I've got, I've got the OLED, so it simulates, you know, surround sound or whatever the case may be. Some games you can't tell some games. It sounds like you're using stereo speakers. Um, but then other games really do take advantage and somehow make it really work. And even just use my TV, like it's it crazy like how good Horizon, because I know when Horizon Five came yes. out, which second you put on your headphones, you're like, "Holy shit!" Shit, <laughs> yes, no, no, absolutely. If you're using headphones, obviously there's a huge difference. And when you're using headphones, um, you can pick out individual cars, and if you know those cars well enough, you can tell without looking at some points which car is coming up on you. And from where, like, that's how good it is. Yeah. And even, you know, I, you know, a lot, a lot of times in car games, they'll have like the big cars for sure. Like you'll be able to tell like a V12 versus, you know, a regular old six, right? That kind of generality, most car games get down, but there are a lot of cars. If you know cars that have certain exhaust sounds that have certain engine winds that you, when you get into turbos and all that kind of stuff. And superchargers, you can definitely know a difference 
even down to the individual car itself. And I think they've spent a lot more time cataloging and making sure that there's a wider variety now of cars. Like you always got the, I mean, they always did the sound work on like the Ferraris and the Lambos and all that kind of stuff. But some of the other cars, you know, like my Evo, my, my evolution, those could start to sound all kind of similar. Cause I think they don't take the time to do that. Um, but in this, this motorsport, you definitely can see the work that they did there. So that's something we didn't bring up last night, Mav, and I definitely yeah. wanted to give them kudos. Oh, I mean, on that especially sure. at the very beginning yeah. of the race with all the engines yes. flaring, like, yes. and it's like, oh, it gives. It, honestly, there's several times when like it's like giving me chills because I have the mm. audio up and if I'm wearing yes. headphones, but also in my uh, other room where I have my like 7.1 surround sound in there, right? Yes, and yes. it's like I have it jacked up, and it's like, oh my god, right? Like you can fucking feel it dude and it's it's like um no it's really like no other it's it's absolutely yes. amazing um it is for sure and even even i think they did work just and maybe it's just it, it maybe it's just a spatial sound that they did extra work in um because obviously you've always been able to hear your tires squeal and that kind of stuff yeah. but that that is feedback for those of us that are racing more on the sim side and again i'm not steel i'm not fuzzy i'm not quite that far i'm i'm well i actually am kind of in line there a little bit but that tire feedback uh especially on controller because you're not using wheels so you don't get the wheel feedback per se um those sounds definitely help you if you're paying attention to know what your car is currently doing um on top of just already what you can see and what you can feel kind of how the body's leaning but the, all that stuff is just so much more pronounced in this game than it has been in the past and definitely much more accurate than it was in the past and it, it's huge it is huge in this game for sure yeah for sure yep. man um whew, yeah good thoughts on forza everybody i mean um jasper are you, are you gonna play this when it gets game pass or are you just going to uh, uh i'll download it. it i don't know i'm not probably won't play it for like 30 hours or whatever i may just do a couple races and be like oh it's forza yeah okay you're just not a not a we'll motorsport yeah. type guy right on. um that's awesome though man um not a Redfall guy, obviously. Not a Forza guy. I mean, I have like four days in Redfall. <laughs> so, you? you have four yeah. days in Redfall? Did you yeah. Did you like it? It was all right. I mean, okay. there's something to play at the time. He hate played it for four days. Yeah. That's what he yeah. did. <laughs> there is one thing about this Forza uh, in comparison to previous yeah. ones. It, it The career mode, I think, has more of a draw to just do one more series or one more yeah. race to mod yeah. your car. And that, that yeah. drawer might hook him for another four days in the game. Yeah. That he wouldn't That's typically where play, I'm so. like, I, if it does get, it looks to me, it will definitely like, it's going to grab me for a long time, but it's like, mm-hmm. it's got to be something real special to grab me. Cause I, I usually don't like the motorsport kind of games. Yeah. yeah. But you can play with the settings, Jasper, like yeah. a lot of people have been and get a more arcadey game too. I mean, you honestly could, you could play this like you play horizon, just, within the confines of a track versus an open world right so um you definitely could play with it and see if there's something that kind of grabs you there where it is more your style where you're like hey i could probably see myself you know running some races here and getting into some cars a little bit try it out man a lot of people are saying that right now so i i think it's more accessible to like the casual audience they spent a lot of time on it yeah so yeah that might rub some of the like purists wrong or whatever but like i think i think like fuzzy is as much as a purist as there is here so uh, if it ain't rubbing him wrong it ain't gonna probably rub most people wrong 
right? So, um, yeah. Hey, a lot of rubbing going on. And that, and that's to be again, when in 2023, you ain't racing. <laughs> in twenty twenty three, that's going to be kind of the mo for a lot of games going forward is accessibility, because again, it's not the old days. They do want these games, especially these platform games, these games as a service, these games that are going to be updated. They do need a wider, bigger audience, and I know for some of us, you know, again, that's one of the things that we've seen change uh, over the years as the video game industry has grown. Right? It's it's one of those things that certainly can kind of take away from the peer form of a video game but business wise and what especially a you know you know somebody like xbox a company like xbox and their goals are going for for engagement and with game pass you kind of got to expect that nowadays they're going to try to open these games up the same thing happened with diablo right i mean again they need that bigger wider audience and they need that support for the long run so they're going to try even in a game like forza motorsport which is known more as a sim they're going to try to open it up especially after seeing what horizon did they're never going to reach horizon numbers per se um but at the end of the day, if they can grab another, you know, 10%, 15% added audience that sticks with it because they added those features, that value down the road for them in the long, uh, in the long, uh, long-term game is going to be a big difference. So I think it's, yeah. it's healthy for where they're going right now. They have. Yeah. To. And the one thing like with this, and this is, isn't saying it's not a complete game or whatever. I think it is no. a complete game. There's a couple things that we'd like to see in there at launch, but it's the framework. It, yeah. It, this yeah. is, this game. Yeah. It's built for the future, right? 100%. This game, and you can you can tell all the way through. Like this is a platform that's going to last for a long time, and it's what we speculated on years ago, before Horizon Five even came out. That the next motorsport was probably going to be like this. Going to be probably like a games of service type game. It's going to build up over time. It's going to be something that lives in Game Pass and is approved upon, as opposed to having to think about buying another game every two years or whatever. And I think it's the right approach with this and getting the ground and the framework right, like for uh, all the achievements that they did with the things that matter the most, with like the, the graphical fidelity and the handling and the and the way the cars feel is like spot on, like amazing. And, uh, you know, they're probably going to make tweaks and changes based on feedback from the community and stuff like that. And especially from uh, some of the diehard Forza fans out there and I can't wait to see what all they do to this game over time, man. It's going to be yeah. something to see for sure. Um, Fuzzy, I didn't hear when. Oh, real quick, sorry, Mav. I, I know we're kind of moving on here, but real quick, Fuzzy, I didn't hear. Did you play some multiplayer yet, or no? No, haven't tried the multiplayer. Okay, just okay. custom races and the okay. uh, what do you call them? Career stuff. I, I, I yeah. want to try multiplayer, but I want to get my Mazda MX-5. Sure, to my liking first. <laughs> of course, of course, you got to be comfortable with the car. I, you're I run can't in there, wait right? to hear Steele's thoughts on the multiplayer tomorrow morning. Right, and that's what I was going to say because I just saw Expert in the chat too. Shout out to Expert uh, who said that he's loving that they focus more on multiplayer. And Steele said that absolutely the multiplayer was definitely a step yeah. up as well, which is. Again, for me, I could care less because I'm never going to do multiplayer unless I race with you guys at some point. I'm never going to do It's never yeah. been my thing. But obviously, that's another aspect that keeping this game going down the road, if they can get that multiplayer up and they really did do work on it, that's also going to increase that yeah. engagement and that long-term and I, I kind so. of feel like that's been a, a little bit of a weak spot for motorsport mm -hmm. ever since yeah. like the like three or four era. Like. Yeah, I, I there was a time when like they kept adding so much cool shit to multiplayer like early on like Forza Forza to Forza two Forza three Forza four and stuff and at some point it kind of 
got away from that. There was a lot of features we used to have back then. I remember doing car club races and all these kind of things. That was all built into the game. And, and split uh, screen. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> oh, I ain't bring up <laughs> split screen. Yeah. Um, but all, all, all of that stuff, you know, back in the day, and I feel like it's exciting for me to see what people are saying about the multiplayer, for sure. I haven't tried it yet either. But uh, I'm just enjoying the hell out of um, playing through these uh, uh, series and stuff, right? Yep. Um, but the other thing that, like, I saw, I just happened to, like, hey, I'm going to go buy a car randomly, right? Man, I was so excited because I saw a 2003 Celica. <laughs> I can't believe you hadn't looked in there. I was telling you last night. That's what I would bought was all the older cars. That's why I said, Mav, you don't even go buy like your some of your well, favorites because there is older stuff in because there. Because you I mean, can't really use cool. the, a lot of them for the series that are available there yet. So like, sure. like the Celica I bought, literally, I can't use it for anything that's available to me right now. No. I haven't unlocked it yet, right? But you can do go on a free play. And then that's what I did. And yeah. I was having, yeah. I was having yeah. a blast, and I love the yes. I love the way the free play works too because. Um, there's no like they, they take away the practices from free play right so mm-hmm, but yeah. with the way it works is you just go into free play you set up like a race right um yep. a track time of day all this stuff Whatever and, you want. and yep. immediately afterwards it just immediately puts you in another ra- yep. another race correct yep uh, just, just keep like, going just seamless like just another one and then you're leveling saw, up your card while you're doing it it's absolutely amazing yeah. i saw people in the chat earlier when fuzzy was having his like long discussion about forza um People were saying you can skip it or you can't skip practice. You can skip practice. You can. Yes. Okay. You actually have to start it and then you go into the menu and it'll have you an option to skip practice. Okay. Right. Yep. Yep. But I yep, I, I end up doing the practices just because Oh, like, the practices I, are valuable. I and not only that, I actually find them fun because I, I yes. like the uh I like how they grade you on the segments and the certain sections mm-hmm. and like it, I feel like I'm learning how to navigate those better um and stuff like that i will say i wish they would have included ai in this whole machine learning thing they got going on because the penalties and stuff are really good again it depends what level Mm -hmm. you put them at but they're pretty forgiving i play in the middle so it is what it is but what i was going to say is when they do grade you on those corners i wish the ai would take into consideration if you have traffic or not or if you're, you know, because you got somebody that slows you down in the corner when yeah. you're even going through the, it, it totally takes your, I mean, I get like ones and twos because I'm working my way around somebody yeah. and like that kind of sucks. I wish I would work the AI into mm-hmm. that to kind of take that into consideration and give you a little I'm, bump there. I'm noticing the ones and twos sometimes come from contact. Like, yeah, I've had, that, that I've too. had ones yes. where or if, if I don't make track. contact, I can, I can probably get to somewhere close to seven and still pass them. But I, I think. In, in a way, they want you to either find an outside line or cut yeah. them early and take an inside line without going off track. But sometimes so you got to slow down a lot too, Fuzzy, to take yeah. those outside lines, right? If you come up with somebody that's already in that corner and you don't yeah. realize, like they're, <laughs> you slow down and then it takes down your score too, even if you try to yeah. get around them, right? Yeah, it sucks. So the other thing that's really cool about the, like the penalty system or whatever is yeah. I've noticed like if you run off track, and it yes. costs you time because you fucked yes, up. They won't penalize they, you. They won't yeah. penalize you for that, right? right. Which you is penalize yourself. Yeah, exactly. You you done fucked yourself up. You already lost time, right? They don't. And, and it teaches you. you. And it teaches you how aggressive you can be too, because yeah. there are some aggressive moves you can make where you can mm-hmm. instigate contact. But if they took a bad line, or if you were making reasonable move, it still won't penalize you, which yeah, I think is yeah. pretty damn cool too. Yeah. Or you'll just get yeah, a warning, thing. which the is co- all right. The yeah. collisions, it's like a, it'll tell you if it was avoidable or if like it, it like you know if they if you're taking the inside 
a corner on the yes. inside, right? Yes. And they're on the outside of you. And there's contact there because they come inside on you. Yes. They don't penalize you for that. No, right? because you had position. Right. Right. Because yep. you had gotten, a little bit of rubbing's okay. You just can't yeah. bump. Yeah. Uh, and if yep. you if you bump somebody di <laughs> directly from behind without without yes. just absolutely smashing into them, <laughs> right? They, they're they're forgiving of that stuff too, right? But if you if you take a, an angle on a corner and you bump somebody's like right rear bumper. Right mm -hmm. and, and kind of yeah, like you kind of you know what I mean. NASCAR. Yeah, they'll they'll mm -hmm. penalize your ass like two seconds, you know, because they know that it calculates the fact that like you probably cost that car that you bumped a lot of time, yeah. so it's penalizing mm -hmm. you uh, equally, right? So and I love seeing the AI cars get penalties too. It's yes. freaking cool. Like Dude. when they get all of a sudden, because I race with the full HUD up because I like to see my split times with everybody and I like to know how far behind I am from people. So I race with everything and all of a sudden that little penalty comes up on them as they were going through a corner and rub somebody. I'm like, yes. All right. Yeah, yes. So they got a penalty. I had gotten like a, a minus <laughs> 0.5 penalty, right? Yeah. In this last yeah. race before we went live. And then I noticed at the end of the race, it said plus 0.3 with, and it was in the green. And I was like, how I didn't understand how that worked. I I gotta look at that. I don't know. Yeah, I've never. Unless I the I've car seen... in front of you messed up enough. Where... I, yeah, yeah I, I was like, I I didn't understand it. I should have taken a screenshot because should have because I don't think I've seen that yet. Yeah. Right is it saying you made up time to like get counteract uh, that penalty on your split? I don't think so. No, it doesn't do because that there's a, there's a because I've done that plenty times. And the after thing that's like off yeah. by itself and like it was green. And it said hmm. plus point three zero. Hmm. I wonder if they gave you credit. They don't do that in real racing, though. So that's really weird. Like, yeah, they don't I, give you credit I if somebody runs you into the grass. I, Yeah, like, <laughs> I haven't had I that didn't, one yet. I didn't know if there was like yeah. something that some happened and like they yeah. gave me time back or something. I, I don't know. I got to go see if it ever reoccurs. I thought it was really weird, yeah. man. Um, I've, I've had a penalty cost me at the end of the race. I was uh, hmm. first place. Well, I just passed the second or the first place car went in the first. And I think I had a half second penalty oh, and right at the line. It's like you finished second. I'm uh, like, no, I was, I thought I was more than a half a second ahead of him, but it's like, it's all right. It's good I learned. Stuff. It's fun. It's oh. fun. It's definitely challenging. What what skill level are you playing on, Fuzz? I don't think I heard you say uh, Five, and I'm about ready to move up to six. Okay. And I try to start somewhere between 12th and 22nd. Okay. So. Yeah. But yeah, I put, I bump myself up to five, and I usually start 12th or 10th, depending on where we're at in the cup race. Later, when I get my upgrades, I'll bump myself back. I don't think I've gone further than 20, though, because I can't stand the traffic in the first lap it sucks so bad man i yeah. hate it i hate it but Ooh, anyways well, let's, sorry let's we continue down with fours that we got more <laughs> you can tell how much at least the three of us it's like our star field for right weeks now. talks yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it man that's everything yeah, i hoped yeah. it would be um so abk friday the 13th tom warren now if you doubt tom warren he's pretty much called everything like early on throughout this like whole scenario, right? He got the uh, other decision dates and stuff right, and all the, all this other stuff. Um, Tom Warren put out a tweet today that says the plan is for Xbox and Microsoft to close ABK on dun, 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 Friday the thirteenth. It'll be a dark day in the hearts of the Jason Schreiers, of the Colin Moriarty's, of the Reforged Gamings, 
of the uh, Jim Ryans of the world, of the Lena Khans, um, uh, all no, these won't. people. No, it won't, because the second it closes, they're going to be like, it's not over yet because the FTC <laughs> still has an action they can take. <laughs> they're going to they're the, spin it. There's going to be so much grief on Friday the 13th. It is going to be a dark day for many, but it's going to be a day to celebrate. Um, and it's so crazy that it's happening there. And, and props to my beautiful wife, Caitlin, for the amazing thumbnail. I spit some uh, dumbass ideas to her, and she ran with it and turned into something kind of completely different. That was absolutely amazing. Uh, Phil Spencer is coming to, <laughs> coming to get them on Friday the 13th. All, all of those trolls and all the anti-consolidators, everybody. Uh, it's over. It's over. Um, and uh, we'll be... We'll be relishing in the fact that after Friday the 13th, Xbox has another huge game coming out this year, first party, and that's Modern Warfare 3. Absolutely crazy. This year ain't over for Xbox. As amazing as it's been with Starfield, Forza Motorsport, all these other games. So I saw somebody put out a tweet earlier uh, that had a count for all of the first party games on, on, the, on the list and stuff, and Xbox had published 11, or is publishing 11 games this year. I'll turn into twelve with Call of Duty Modern Warfare three, um, which is absolutely well, and Diablo because Diablo would have been on that list. I'm only counting from the time after the acquisition, okay. so you know. Uh, but you're right. You know, if you go back, you could also did Overwatch two launch this year? Or was it last? I think it was last year. Can't remember. Um, Candy Crush two point whatever. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there, there's definitely going to be a lot of salt next friday uh so <laughs> this there we actually have a show next friday too that is xbox ultimate in a week from now this could be an insane <laughs> friday next week like pong was talking about on the intro um industry changing moment right once that deal is closed abk belongs to microsoft Call of Duty will belong to Microsoft. Diablo and the season two launch and all these other things that uh, Pong was just talking about, all these all this stuff will belong to Microsoft. And we can start to look forward to the benefits as Xbox consumers, as Game Pass subscribers, and all of these different things that way we may get out of this deal. While the others are going to be crying saying this is the worst thing to happen in gaming ever and all this kind of stuff, we will be relishing in the benefits as consumers of Xbox that we will get. Um, and I just absolutely can't wait for it. Um, this just seems very legitimate that this is going to happen Friday the 13th now of next week, uh, five days before the 18th, which was the deadline to close. Um, it, this is going to be pretty crazy do y'all think there's going to be a lot of uh interesting discourse next friday after this happens um or do you think they're going to keep quiet it's going to be one of the two (laughs) if they do close on friday the first thing i want xbox to say is how that affects game pass and what actual the stipulations are with the games that have been sony partnered like call of duty for example like is that coming to Game Pass this year? That needs to be like one of the first things they address. Yeah, how long do we? Do, how long will it be before they're able to talk about that stuff? Because you know, Phil. Well, I don't know. Of, Phil already came out and said, you know, it's going to take a while to get some of these games into Game Pass, right? 
I remember after the Zenimax Bethesda, they kind of rolled stuff out in batches, right? It didn't take that long, you know. Yeah, months, I'm not but... necessarily talking about the date, but like Call of Duty's still going to be a month away from launch at that point. Like, yeah, you you could come out and say if it if they can have Call of Duty in Game Pass, they could come You're out wrong. and say, yeah, shut up, Sega. But Diablo, on the other <laughs> hand, like <laughs> Diablo is already out, so like however long it takes, they could also say that that's going to come to Game Pass eventually too. Like, just give us a date, like. That's all I'm asking. Just yeah. tell us what's coming to Game Pass. If, what is if it? If they can, if they can't, if they don't yeah. say anything, then it's probably because of the marketing deal uh, with yeah. PlayStation, right? Uh, yeah. Is that what you're thinking, Psycho? Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Um, the 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 whole marketing deal. If it's still in place, we won't see Call of Duty, which is in Game Pass, which is it, it is what it is. You know, let Sony have their last hurrah. No, fuck you it. know. And they can, well, you know, they, we don't want to, you know, have them go under. So, you know, <laughs> the thing Xbox is different from PlayStation. They won't do, oh, wow. try to, they won't try to pull uh, Sony and what they did to Sega. So they will, um, you know, look, I mean, look at Microsoft help uh, bail out to Apple. So they just, they want competition. Uh, Sony, uh, hopefully we'll get there but doing fucking remasters ain't doing it mm. uh, of a game that's not even <laughs> that old but yeah uh, besides that's that a whole other thing the, yeah, exactly and but the with the, the whole activision thing it it will be a glorious day we will have we will relish the salty pony tears that have been crying <laughs> You're this entire be, time, you're going to be bathing in salty pony tears. Uh, psycho. Yes, yes, I don't we know all how good are. That is for your skin. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. As, as long as you shower it's, it's afterwards, like a, you're Epsom fine. salt bath. It'll be about <laughs> the like same. Swimming in the ocean. It's like swimming in the ocean. It's great for a bit, but you always go home and shower up because you don't want that shit staying on your skin. But yeah, it's going to be fantastic. We're going to have so many people out here crying i mean they're already calling monopoly and all and mm. all this crazy talk from just announcing getting abk once it finalizes and they and this is like for real because they're still i mean they're just in la la land they're in denial they they're hoping that cma is gonna like do a 360 and be like oh no <laughs> we changed our mind yeah. um they're st still holding out for that they're still holding out for the ftc to come out the f the, i mean even the gamers lawsuit the, they still trying to push this thing and it's just like yo if you got money to burn why don't you just buy an xbox and yeah. play the game that you're complaining that's not going to be on your console so at the end of the day it is what it is. We know that Sony can't match this type of acquisition, but what they can match are good games. So they need to put out good games instead of faltering on and hoping uh, third-party deals that cut out a whole entire uh, console. They should have uh, looked at that and been like, hey, that was a bad strategy. That was a bad decision to make because uh, they're fucking taking the gaming world by storm by 
it, with Bethesda or Zenimax, now ABK, and they're not done. And they've said that. Yeah. It's not going to be huge. I mean, ABK is probably going to be one of those, probably the biggest transactions in history outside of Apple buying PlayStation. But other than that, <laughs> we won't Amazon. see this. Or Amazon. One of the two. Yeah, I think one I, of those my two money's are on gonna buy. Amazon out of the two. Just because yeah. of regulators. Just because of regulators, my money's on Amazon. Uh but we'll yeah. see what that happens, man. It's like this is gonna be like the biggest deal in gaming history. It uh Correct. it's definitely the biggest deal in uh Xbox history for sure. Um and this will also be the biggest deal in gaming history for a very long time. Um it's it's really interesting to uh and try and think about the implications of this long term and stuff like that. Uh, but before we do uh, talk more, I gotta give a huge shout out to Bob Game Pass Dad. Just got back from a comedy show. What up, yo? What's up, dude? Long time no see. So glad you're able to make it, man. I'm excited to be here. I've missed all the big things. Yeah. We're owning everything. That's, That's what right. She said. Xbox is here to monopolize everything. We love the game and the top hats. We're gonna win it all. Yeah, it's and I play like, as the little symbol. Hey, <laughs> yeah, did you take any groupies home? Mab's the fucking dog. <laughs> I don't know. I, I usually it's like good. to play as the dog. Yeah. Oh, well, you call oh. them? You just you just soul read his ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for thank you for letting me jump in. <laughs> it's yeah, good to bro. be here. Hey, Bob, did you get bring any groupies back home? No, that doesn't work that way. Okay. I put on the kimono so it looks like there's groupies and so people talk random crap about it. I'm an expat. We're we're partying. You you needed the the pipe and just send them. What does the pipe pipe. do? Oh, you mean like the caterpillar from like Alice in Wonderland? I need to like cover up. No, that's the hookah. No, that's the. Oh, okay. What the fuck are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we gotta talk about this offline, my guy. Hey, Bob just got back from the show. I wanted to know how his day went. I mean, I broke even. I didn't lose money tonight. That was that was about it. But excellent. I tell them about Xbox, and they're like, "What? What are you doing on the internet, nerd?" Yeah. <laughs> um, man, it's been. Have you played any Forza, Bob? Dude, yeah. I not as much as I would like to. Like, honestly, as someone who like I've been making content around it a little bit, like the Starfield content went fucking crazy. To be honest, like yeah. I was just baiting stuff. I was. I was being a little bit of that toxicity that Pong was preaching against yesterday, but not too much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your stuff is your stuff is completely different than what we're. Well, the thing about. is, it's like I'm obviously joking when I go too far, and then it's funny to like bait either side of it and see what happens yeah. when people argue. But then I get all self conscious because everyone's arguing underneath my posts, but then I just ignore it all. <laughs> um, but no, Forza feels really good. I honestly like I I know you guys have heard me talk about it a little bit, but it is one of the games like back in the original Xbox days that I spent probably a thousand hours with. Like it was like Halo 2, Forza and like, I don't know, Oblivion and well, like Morrowind, Oblivion, Crimson Skies. Like those were like some of my favorite games of my childhood. But I literally did everything in the original Forza. And the only thing that worries me and I have like a joke video coming out about it soon is just the the progression system for career mode. That's the only thing I really am worried is going to make me not want to play that much. But aside from that, it feels good. And I was randomly just hot lapping with like the 
the high level like indie cars on like Maple Valley trying to get like a top mm-hmm. 10 track time and like having a good time dude like it just feels good and I feel like it's a if, if anything it's a great start I haven't played enough to know whether or not there's enough content there to keep me hooked but I do feel like the bones are there but I might end up making a video soon about like how much me personally as like an old school original Xbox Forza guy would have been completely happy if they just brought the original game into the modern day. That is all I really wanted. Bring back the test track right. oval. Who's with me? Who knows about that? I, you know, you know <laughs> what thing might. I, I miss from the some of the Forzas. <laughs> I, I miss when they had the Top Gear guys on there. You yeah, know? yeah, that was that, pretty that cool. Was cool shit too. In for a while. in yeah. in my opinion. That was the last good mainline Forza Motorsport was Forza 4. That's the last one I spent a lot of time with, and it's been downhill since then. But I feel like it's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I you know, I I feel like they had the arc, you know, Forza 1, 2, 3, and then it was like 4 or whatever. And they kind of went like 5, 6, 7. And they were great. I love every single one of them. Yeah. Right? But, um, but the, like this one, it kind of started ticking back up now. And, and it's mainly because of the feel, right, of the cars and everything oh, yeah. that they've nailed. And I think that uh, the platform's right for the future. But we're gonna let's get back into ABK. Friday the thirteenth. <laughs> sorry, 13th. sorry to de- derail it, but we're gonna own everything. So get ready, ponies, because we're <laughs> we got our drinks and we're cheersing up. Because I'm just here to say inflammatory stuff. Because that's what we do now. Apparently, are are you here for the uh, uh, for Phil Spencer disguised as Jason to? Uh, run rampant through the place oh yeah we're slicing it up we 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 just we just murdered uh we murdered jim ryan's career who's next (laughs) that's that's just happened (laughs) (laughs) jim is gone oh my god jim is gone this happened last week everybody well jim is he's he's on the outs he's on his way out the door he's right now he's packing his shit Right, he's packing his shit. He's packing up his games and service plans and all of these documents and stuff and all these all these things, trying to figure out what the hell am I gonna do now? I I hate flying, so I guess I'm not gonna do that too much. I'm just gonna sit at home and be a grumpy ass old man and and think about how I fucking ruined PlayStation. Oh my god! Maybe so. Are you saying he's the Freddy Krueger? He's gonna come back, but just like burned? No, it, it, he's, <laughs> he's too weak to come back and haunt our nightmares. He's just gonna be a thing of the past. <laughs> You know, like Jim's just going to be a, a a moment in time that uh, a lot of people, especially people in the PlayStation community, I think are going to want to forget. Uh, they're going to try and celebrate right now, uh, but come these next couple years that are coming up, they're going to want to forget this time period, I believe. And it was all set forth by uh, Jim Ryan. Um, well. And, and Mav, it is fun to like poke fun back, but it's like ultimately like PlayStation has been at a point where they've taken advantage of like their their market lead. And over the last couple of years, they're positioning themselves to extract that value that they've built and make money off of their their base. And we've seen it before with Xbox and the transition from 360 to Xbox one where they were too confident And they tried to tell the consumer what they wanted instead of listening to the consumer. And now we're at a point where PlayStation's getting too confident. And I do feel like they might lose market share. And that is probably the reason why they're they're done with Jim Ryan and they're 
their acquisition of Bungie for all these games as a service games might not be the best platform for them to hold over the next three to five years, yeah. you know? It's going to be interesting to see what happens. I mean, literally, uh, we'll give, I was talking more ABK, but just like on a side note, because this just came out today, right? I'm just coming in hot. I'm sorry already. No, you're <laughs> fucking, it's great. Uh, Last of Us Part 2 Remastered, right? The, is that the legacy that Jim leaves? Right. Uh, that's the twenty four. That's the twenty twenty four lineup you have to look forward to right now, guys. Um, you got that and one of those live service games. I feel like uh, was supposed to be twenty twenty four as well. Um, I think both of them were both may, Concord maybe. and Fair Games. We don't have know twenty twenty four. They'll hype. probably get delayed. Yeah. There's no hype about them. Nobody knows what the hell they even are right now. Right. Like it, at the end of the day, we're looking at another remake or remaster whatever you want to call it of a four-year-old game and if, if people are confused why this is happening let me let me explain it to you I, I was i i made a little stop by uh sean's podcast tts earlier um and is having some fun on there but and i i made it um i was talking to the dms i was trying to explain this and and i i want people to understand exactly why playstation is doing this remaster they are putting the game out on PC. They had I don't think they've officially announced it yet, right? Uh, but they, that'll come out. That this game will be announced when it's announced. It'll be announced for PC as well. Okay. They are putting extra work because they can't get by releasing a four-year-old game on PC as just a, a port. So they got to put extra work in it to put it up to current day standards, right? It's, it's four years time has gone by. So they're going to put a lot of extra work into it and all that stuff. They're going to put out a PC port, call it the uh, Last of Us Part Two Remastered or Definitive Edition, whatever whatever they want to call it, right? And then, meanwhile, they're like, you know what? We put this work into it, put it on PC four years later. You know, we might as well go ahead and fuck the PlayStation consumers while we're at it and see if we can get them to pay seventy dollars for it as well, because we know the. Uh, the PC community ain't going to be willing to pay full price for a four-year-old uh, port. No, they're going to need the extra, all the bells and whistles and all that shit. So, hey, let's give those to PlayStation guys. Let's fuck them again, and let's make them buy it all over again if they want it. So that's what's going on. And the only thing that you can do as a PlayStation consumer, if you actually want better than this, ask for a PlayStation to stop fucking you and put the games out on PC day and date. Do cross-buy, do cross-progression, all that shit. So when the games come out on console, they come out on PC, at that point, if they do upgrades, you're going to hopefully get them for free, and they're not going to take advantage of the fact that they're releasing it on PC to fuck you four years later. That's all it is. That's exactly why this is happening. It happened time and time again with the other PC releases. You can look forward to this. Now, if you enjoy getting fucked, say thank you, Jim Ryan. He's leaving your ass. He fucked you and he left. That's just what happens. He didn't even leave money on the dresser. <laughs> I was about to make the reference. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what's going on. Like that that's uh, exactly why this is happening. Uh if they weren't doing the if they weren't re-releasing it on PC, would they see the benefit of doing this? No. I, I, I don't think so whatsoever. Um and the, so they're taking advantage of that situation. I, it just is what it is. Um, Xbox is not doing that. You're getting free updates on Xbox, right? You're getting free upgrades on Xbox. When the PC upgrades, P- 
PC updates today, obviously for different reasons. Redfall got a huge update, right? Um, but like these are things that you expect from Xbox that they're going to keep supporting their games and updating them over time with content and all these kind of things, right? That same expectation is not there. The expectation is they have to pay for that shit, right? And that's that's the difference. Okay, that's a bit, that's a huge difference. So uh, we'll we'll move past that. ABK Pong Soul, you've been you've been oh, stepped away. I was. Oh, no, I wanted ahead, to say like, one go, thing. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, not the thing with the the remaster of Last of Us Part Two. I think there's a underlying a bigger issue here because you know they they wouldn't be caught lying if they because they said they'll put out two titles a year. That are AAA, which is MLB, the show, and then this. So if those games are not ready, and these are the only two games that are coming out next year, that's why I believe they're remaking this. So they have a game for 2024 if one of those or both those games can't make it for 2024. I think this was a backup plan just to be, okay, hey, it's great. Let's, you know the the playstation community will eat this up they love the first remake we'll make the second remake uh they're gonna love you know uh horizon forbidden west remake yeah do you uh, remember what the reviews said of, as some of the reviews said about the first uh, last of us remake even though, out of 10 because it's last of us <laughs> even though there's really nothing different <laughs> and they're trying to take advantage of us it's the last of us still so it's still a 10 out of 10 <laughs> that's exactly pretty much what one of the reviews said absolutely crazy and it's probably going to be the same thing for this one. And I think that's what the issue is there. And if the PlayStation community doesn't see this and they don't open up their eyes and see that this is what's happening, they're going to be in for a very rocky 2024 if Last of Us and MLB is the only thing. Cause they'll also have Helldivers, too, that comes out next yeah. year. That, that We were talking about Says, that a little bit before, like, that, that may be the hope for like uh, maybe a future for multiplayer for PlayStation. We were talking about that yesterday, Pong. Like, you know, that starting small with something, seeing if you can actually yes. have a multiplayer game have some level of success, right? Before you go all, all in on every one of your franchises as games of service. Like, something like Health Divers 2 could be like a fun multi plat, like between PC and PlayStation. Uh, that's what they should be doing, right? And it's like, for me, it looks fun, you know? So, yep. like, Maybe that's the right path for them. So, you know, it's but, but they have that for 2024, which is supposed to be this year, right? Uh, and then they have a, a remake right now, and then um, MLB uh, 24, MLB. and then the two other games we'll that have there. years, but which will probably get delayed. Yeah. So, yeah. and we'll I see. don't even know Simon Hill is going to be because uh, I see Sensei uh, Matrix in the chat saying they got Simon Hill next year. That's a big if. That's a big if they get if they have it ready for next year. It, 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 but at the end of the day, even it, I assume they will have it ready for next year's cycle. But even even Silent Hill, again, the name is bigger than unless it comes out and it blows everything else out of the water. Unless it's a groundbreaking game, right? Where everybody jumps on board again. That's a nice game to have, and the, it, it's a nice game to fill a, third party. a role. It's a third party deal. At the end of the day, it's a nice fill in. It's nice to say we've got this Silent Hill game. 
But let's be real, Silent Hill was never the biggest seller either. It's one of those nostalgia franchises that everybody goes, oh, my God, I love Silent Hill. But at the end of the day, is that something something that sells PS5s at the end of the day? No. No. They're already selling just fine on their own. So now we're back to talking about, okay, so what does Sony really need? Well, they need software sales. That's where they're lagging behind. Is Silent Hill going to be this huge draw that pushes software sales for them? Probably not. Probably not. Right. So again, it's it's great to have, but how big is it? What what does it mean to you? Right. So um, I think that's all that matters. Um, As far as the ABK deal goes, closing next next week, if this goes through, which again, like you said, Mav, in the beginning, Tom Warren um is has been spot been on with spot on he, like yeah he's been spot pretty on much he gets he gets talk he he hears he's got connections he knows people um so i gotta believe it's gonna happen and a lot of people were pointing at the next week as being the week anyways but you know i kind of said this in the opening we've talked about this so much that there is a reason why everybody's talking about there's a reason why there's been so much attention brought on this um Let's let's talk some big numbers that people forget here. First of all, while I was away too, and I was kind of listening to you guys in the background too, um, I was dealing with dogs and all that kind of stuff. But I did a quick count, uh, and this is from Wikipedia. I did a quick count. I went through and counted where this will rank in transactions in the history of the world, not just tech, <laughs> but all acquisitions, mergers and acquisitions with inflation adjusted so if we're talking 1970 doesn't matter inflation adjusted amounts this will rank right around and i did a quick count so forgive me if i'm not spot on but this is right at about number 65 in the history of all mergers and acquisitions across all industries including state-run acquisitions meaning countries like china who made giant purchases 65th overall Massive. That is un- unbelievable that a video game company, and obviously we know it's Microsoft that's purchasing it. It's not Xbox purchasing it. This is a Microsoft corporation purchase that is for a lot of different reasons. But to mm-hmm. say the 65th biggest acquisition in the history of the world is happening right now in the video game industry. Nobody ever would have believed you. Had you gone back and talked to investors 15, 20 years ago and say the biggest, the 65th biggest acquisition in the history of the world is going to happen in video games. You would have been laughed out of the freaking room. Okay. Yeah. There was nobody that saw this happening. Throw some more numbers at you right now. Xbox is at 23 studios. When they acquire ABK, they will have 35 game studios plus another three Again, like Demonware, Major League Gaming, those don't count as gaming studios. They'll have 35 gaming studios. And within that, obviously, we know there's a lot of different teams. So we're not even talking about teams, right? We're yeah. just talking about straight up studios. 35 studios. Microsoft or Xbox right now, after their Zenimax purchase, is at what? right around. I got yeah, a question go real quick. Blizzard, yeah. did you split that? Because they have like. Within no. Blizzard, so that's just kind no. Of Blizzard as that's one. Blizzard, Blizzard Entertainment as one, and they had they're like, yes, they have, they have got like Blizzard like, North. They got eight. I think yeah. they, I think they've got eight right. teams underneath that that do all different. Right, that's just that's yeah. just I mean, straight up the devil. And, and, and just to put it in perspective, yeah. from Blizzard, 
the amount of employees yeah. that Blizzard that's, have. Is that's like what I was just going to say. Ag, ag, okay, go ahead. Yep. That's what I was just going to say. That's my next stat. So after the Zenimax purchase, Xbox is at right around 5,000 employees, right? They doubled their size. They were right around 23, 2,500 employees at Xbox when they purchased Zenimax. Zenimax doubled that. This acquisition is bringing on, this is all estimated, obviously, nobody has true numbers right now, but the, the newest numbers are that ABK is sitting at 13,000 employees. That's wow. two and a half times, two and a half times what they're currently at in this one acquisition. When we talk about this being massive, when we talk about this shaping the industry in a lot of ways going forward, not short term per se, because it's going to take a while to get, get everybody acclimated, but down the road, five, 10 years into the next gen, we don't mean that lightly. That's why a lot of us that were super hyped to talk about this constantly, who kind of like to watch the numbers game and kind of look at the business and, and, and the different models of everything in the industry going forward. That's why this is such a monumental moment in both of these companies' history. This is going to be a game changer, pun intended, literally for Xbox, Microsoft, um, and what their plans are. That's why we said when other people were saying the deal was dead, when the CMA had blocked and there was a large group of people trying to tell everybody the deal's dead, that's it, they're not going to move forward. We were still on this show and other shows, a lot of us saying, no, Microsoft's going to, they're too close to the end zone. Satya is not walking away from this. Yeah. No, th this is, this means too much to Microsoft to let this one drop. And now you see it coming to fruition beyond the community and nonsense. We've already gotten through most of the nonsense. I know I heard cycle talking. I caught cycles and there a little bit. <laughs> Psycho talking about, you know, his his salty tears that he's going to collect and all that good stuff. That's already happened. All the uh, whatever's <laughs> going to happen next Friday doesn't it, it's all just leftovers. It's all most of them have resigned themselves to a long time ago. That this was going to happen. But as far as just what we're going to see, this puts Microsoft Xbox in a position to really control their destiny. We've talked about this for a long time too, Matt. Xbox was in the position of being in last place. Again, quote unquote, whatever you want to do that, it doesn't matter. And in terms of power, in terms of influence on the industry, they didn't have as much of others. And they took a lot of bad deals, had to do a lot of bad deals through the years and the generations because of the position that they were in. They didn't control things. And we talked about this, a lot of us have, that Microsoft ultimately saw the future of the industry and where it was going. And they knew because of what's happened to them, because of the backroom deals that Sony's been doing for a very, very long time now, kind of controlling the market, kind of walking into whatever dev they want to walk into, say, hey, it doesn't matter who's in the, it didn't matter who was in charge, whether it was Layden or Jim Ryan, it doesn't matter. They could walk into any dev studio or any publisher and say, we're PlayStation. What do you got? And people would kind of bow down to them and say, well, yeah, we want, we want our game on, on, on you know, your system. You guys got like 100 million players, of course. Microsoft and Xbox couldn't do that as much. Sure, they could throw more money around, but they couldn't do that. And for a long time, that wasn't even the case because they didn't have the backing of Microsoft Corp. So when they looked at this, they said, 
we can't be dependent on third parties. Now, this is something we talked about that Sony's found themselves in and why we say Sony, at least I say that Sony's in a desperation move here in this games as a service stuff is they relied on third party because they always got the best deals. They could always call the shot. They always got the phone answered when they called. Microsoft and Xbox found themselves not being able to do that all the time. And so what they said to themselves, we're going to do something and we're going to insulate. And again, nobody's come out and officially said this, but as we've gone through this ABK case, we've seen a lot of inside court document or inside emails and a lot of inside baseball that really has hinted that we were onto something when we used to speculate about this all the time. They want to insulate themselves. Whatever happens in the rest of the industry, Whatever goes on out there, whatever deals are made, it's not going to affect their plans anymore. They went and made their own playground. That's (laughs) right. In-house, they have every resource that they're going to need. And remember, they're not done. This doesn't finish acquisition season. This is going to fire right back up again here. But what they are doing is they're building that moat. And in fact, Mav, we were saying that. Two and a half, three years ago here. And then we saw that exact same saying in Booty's email. They were building the moat to make sure that no matter what everybody else decided to do, even let's say even the worst thing happens and the industry contracts a ton. We're always going to see contraction and expansion. We're seeing it right now. Even if the industry completely contracts what's down and really a lot of devs are lost, God forbid, because I don't want to see people lose their jobs and I want to see that happen. I want to see this industry continue to flourish. Microsoft and Xbox could still continue down the path that they initially thought of when they turned this ship around, when Phil bailed it out, got Satya on board, and they decided to take this new road. They're going to control their own destiny now. Nobody else is. And this ABK deal is one of the main, if not the main domino that they needed to pull this off. So when this culminates next week, if it is Friday the 13th or whether it's you know the following week on the 16th, 17th, it doesn't matter. This is the moment that I think we look back on when we turn around and next gen has already started and we've seen game pass numbers start to balloon as they expected internally, we're going to turn around and we're always going to remember that this was the moment that that hap- that's really started. Now they, they've done a lot of other things. Obviously the Zenimax acquisition is huge. What they've done to make game pass uh, the most valuable subscription. So all of that is credit And that's something they've been building towards. But this one acquisition and what it means, especially when they go to war with Google and Apple and they go after that mobile market, this is going to be that defining moment. It's the defining moment for Satya when he leaves Microsoft Corp eventually. Now, he's done enough. He's already got a legacy. He's done a lot of things for Microsoft. But this will be one of those little trophies that he always remembers and that everybody will remember him for, along with Phil. And Sarah and everybody else on this management team who's gone through this process, this is going to shape Xbox in the future. This is why we've been so excited for the ecosystem. This is why we've been so excited for the actual, you know, just games in general, the potential of what we can see. But when that tech starts changing down the road, when we get more and more digital, when everything starts catching up and the internet is going wild, and maybe we're getting cloud developed games and we have a partially cloud you know, system in our house. 
ABK is going to what made a lot of that possible because this opens up a lot more doors for them and a lot more paths to where they can go no matter what this changes. They can adapt now. And I think that's a big point here. But this is this is a this is a moment, man. This is this is history right here. Uh, and I'm just glad to be a part of it with all of you guys and, and this yeah. community because it's been a fun ride, man. I can't wait. Yeah, I have never gotten sick talking about it personally. <laughs> I, I mean, like, you know, I've I've wanted it to be over, that's for sure. But the thing <laughs> but the thing is, is that we knew that once this deal actually closes, the conversation is not over. Right? The conversation. No, what? It doesn't end the second they buy it. Oh people think it does, Jasper. People sick of talking ABK. They think all of a sudden the the minute that uh, ABK. I mean, we were talking closes, fucking Bethesda talk shit up until they announced Activision. Yeah, we're so. still talking. We, we just had Starfield. How much conversation did we have about Zenimax Bethesda acquisition then? Like, well, according to everyone else, like the those games are dead once they're owned by Xbox, right? Like, there's mm. no need to care about it. <laughs> The second that people try and claim that uh, these ABK games are are dead because of Xbox is the, is the moment they lose all credibility. Period. You already know. Call of Duty can have like one million less users and be like, the Xbox killed Call of Duty. Meanwhile, <laughs> yeah, it's like 180 yep. fucking million people. It's like, okay. <laughs> they'll be, yeah. they'll be scratching their necks. Like, you guys got any more of that Call of Duty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this next this next call of duty with uh like i think pong was saying the last night that they're bringing back the, the slide um yeah so i can cancel the slide yep. cancel and yep. they're doing all this like fan service stuff and bringing back like the modern warfare 2 Time mechanics and maps and it's just uh, it, it's just bringing up more hype Oh, you mean they're making the game that people want to play? Exactly. (laughs) And it's going to be one of those like, holy shit. Okay. Like it's, it's going to be freaking awesome. And how, how they're going to pull off like the no Russian scene. Um, if it's going to be like, instead of the airport, they're going to be on the airplane and then they're going to have the getaway car when they get to the airport type deal. I don't know how that's going to play out, but this game is going to be epic and um i think a lot of people are going to be excited and um <laughs> you're going to see a lot of people being like but playstation but uh call of duty's dead like no not buddy yeah you want it I to mean, be but it's not talk about an immediate impact though right like you have this acquisition closing on friday the 13th potentially and then when does call of duty modern warfare 3 launch november, uh, november or something yeah, so like, are you talking yeah. about less than a month later? You <laughs> well, the thing is, the open like, beta starts on the 14th, so the open beta starts literally the next day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, not, it's so nuts to think about the immediate impact because all of a sudden, once that deal happens, Call of Duty is November 10th. Thank you, Sensei Matrix. Yep. Call of Duty is associated with well, Xbox, like, it, yes. it just, it just is and that will make an impact that's that's one of the things that made playstation over this last generation is all the marketing and all the stuff they did to make it feel like PlayStation can you imagine if like that's box. their first move is xbox is like make sure we got that xbox logo on the splash screen and start up <laughs> make sure we <laughs> yeah. got that <laughs> yeah well especially the, the- it, especially it, we're, we're if they manage a to- month just to make sure we redo the intro <laughs> let's go <Yeah. laughs> But especially if they manage to recapture the hype with whatever Warzone's going to turn into, also like 
Warzone, the second version of Warzone was definitely a disaster. So if yeah. they can recapture that hype with the new version of Warzone, then it'll be but people even kept even playing further. it Game Pass, Dad. <laughs> people kept playing it. That's the whole thing. People right. don't walk well, away. It's crazy. I mean, but yeah, that the, new map looks a lot good. of the bigger streamers the, that were known for yes. kind of stopped. They stopped. a lot of them yeah. went to Apex. Yeah, yeah. But now Apex okay. is dropping off. So now right. what are you gonna do? Because <laughs> we need a Titanfall three. Anybody? Hey, exactly. Hey, I'm Anybody? all in. You know Game Pass. I'm all in, brother. Hey, just yeah. Xbox well, buy EA before Titanfall three launches. Let's go. Yes. <laughs> now the Jeez. the the actual Call of Duty beta starts today for PlayStation right now. Yeah. So that's it. And the then last, it's, for the last time. Yeah. So <laughs> this weekend is the pre-order. Uh, yeah, the twelfth is free if you pre-order it on Xbox and, then, and PC. Then it's open after that uh, the following weekend, and then um, and then Xbox I think is uh, a week after that I believe. And no, it's, it's PlayStation beta is going on right now till the end of this weekend. Next weekend yeah. it's the twelfth to the fourteenth is pre-order beta for PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Then on the fourteenth it switches to open beta, and that's the last beta. Yep. Okay. How long does that last beta last for? Is it like a weekend? It's going to be weekend. the 14th to the 15th this yep. weekend. Okay. Yep. Yep. Whew. Man, immediate impact. Uh, one of the biggest games of the year, just like it's one of the biggest games every year, right? It'll be the biggest, one of the biggest games, the next launch that happens after that. And we don't know if it'll be keep yearly or what, but um, it's going to be interesting to see the impact. What, and this is a question I have. Um, what impact do we actually think happens within the, development cycles from abk do they keep things kind of as is or do does xbox go in and mix it up a little bit xbox goes and mix it up a little bit and then that's where the headlines will say xbox cancel call of duty for 2024 <laughs> i think whatever Honestly, the plans like are for the next like year or two like i don't think we'll see much change there necessarily unless you may see a delay or two but well, other xbox than that, consoles think- will definitely get priority i don't don't think you see much of them like going and just being like no you can't fucking make this right now like they're gonna leave it kind of steady just until they get everything adapted into the microsoft brand itself right make everybody wait three years let's really shake it up (laughs) yeah and activision already just activision just came out this week too and said their roadmap for call of duty is laid out through 2027 right so I believe they said that this week. Um, so at least for the next few years, like Jasper said, not a whole lot will change. But after that, I think is when we really see um, some changes potentially if Microsoft decides yeah. to move Call of Duty in a different direction. Although some people are starting to catch on to the idea, Mav, that again, we had conversations about when's of Call of Duty becomes a platform. What happens to yeah. this Modern Warfare 3 is a test run. Yes, it's also to get out of the Sony contract, obviously, as a full game. But what happens if they become just more yearly expansions, right? They're not full-fledged games. And, and Call of Duty just becomes a platform, and it's added onto, and they're testing it right now with carrying over some of the stuff that you, you have earned in the current Call of Duty into the next one. What happens if that's kind of the future goal, and we see that kind of build out as we get closer yeah. to I think that stuff, too, uh, we might see. It's going to be interesting to see. If there's anything that goes wrong, it'll get blamed on Xbox. If there's anything that goes right, <laughs> uh, the Xbox will get no credit. That's the, interesting, the interesting thing is, like, 
in the past, like Call of Duties, like Treyarch has used a different engine from the Infinity War game. So like you could never really carry stuff over because you had to do a lot of engine right. work. Correct. So but now that they've been so intertwined, like Treyarch's yeah. even helping on the Modern Warfare series. So they yeah. have that engine capability that they know what they're doing. So like they can just kind of blend whatever game they want now. And, and they're doing it with mobile too, yeah. right, Jasper? They're trying to integrate yeah. everything into one. That's what I'm saying. Become a full-fledged platform. And then, yeah, it'll be cool if that's a possibility. I think that was the biggest thing that frustrated me between like uh, Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2 was just the fact that they did not use like the same engine for Cold War. Like it just completely made me quit playing Call of Duty again because I didn't want to like relearn everything and was so frustrated that I didn't have anything carry over where it's like, honestly, I think all the companies need to learn from the best. Like Fortnite created the battle pass system and they obviously know how to keep it going. Like the seasonal content works and it feels more fair for your dollar in some ways, especially if some people are charging full price for their games and double dipping with a battle pass. Like Mm -hmm. they gotta, they gotta follow what works, not try and just make money off everybody on every turn. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, (laughs) It's going to be interesting to see the Game Pass like effect on Call of Duty as well, like right. what that has, like um, because you know to your to what you're talking about, Bob. Like in the future, right? right the buying Call of Duty will not, regardless of what they do, it'll be part of Game Pass. It, it'll yeah. be part of Game Pass. Yeah. So like that takes that aspect kind of away, and we've already seen xbox kind of already have a lot of these other games that if you don't have Game Pass, you would have to buy, and they also have live services. And all <laughs> oh, that. Oh, oh, hold on, are we back? Oh, nope. Yes. Oh, Mav, oh, are you there? Buffering. Are you there? I'm, I'm, I'm here, but the the my my kilobits are crashing, and I, I think we're back. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's just like I think we just had an internet hiccup, and oh god, uh, I th- I think we're I think we're back. I think we are. I'm waiting for the chat to confirm. Jim Ryan didn't like our. Yeah, we're back. I'm, wa- I'm yeah, watching. I'm watching YouTube. We're it fine. seems to be. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah, it just was like fine, and then disappeared and came back. It's just a little yeah. internet. A little internet burp. Uh, Jim Kick Ryan, up. yeah, and Jim Ryan yep. came here and tried to take a shit on our stream. Uh, he has no power here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting because you know, like Xbox has that. Like the, you're talking about double dipping. Like if you if you were to buy, you know, Forza Motorsport or or like buy um, any a lot of these other games, like Halo Infinite, they, they did it free to play with the multiplayer, right? So yeah. they didn't. Double dip. They charge for the campaign. Yeah, but the charge for the you... campaign was separate, right? So, yeah. uh, but there's certain aspects to that you could say they do that, but it doesn't really feel like it, right? Because you know what, you get the games in Game Pass anyway, right? So it's like at the end of the day, it's like okay, well, I'm already getting the game; it doesn't really matter, you know. And uh, that's going to have an effect on Call of Duty too, because I think you're going to start to see people almost see Game Pass as like a Call of Duty subscription. Hmm. Right. And I, I like, honestly, like, yeah, you went right to like the next, the next thing I would say is like literally game pass is how you can buy the game. Or if you prefer to pay for it every year, you can keep paying for it every year if that's what you want, or that's what you have to do on other platforms. If they don't decide to adopt game pass onto their platform eventually, cause that's where Microsoft wants to go. But like looking at a game like Forza, like that looks like how this game is set up is like literally it's a platform for more content in the future. And that might be a really good way to go about that type of business model. And hopefully Microsoft continues to find a good balance for it. Cause yeah. definitely if they ever lose grip of that, that could be something that will lose 
lose the hold on consumers for sure. I'm hoping that they go in and change some of Activision's microtransaction policies Mm because, like, micro Activision's become real fucking bad about it. They're like charging thirty fucking forty dollars from random packs and shit. It's like, yeah, what happened to just the fifteen dollar map pack, bro? Like, I'm paying thirty dollars for a fucking skin. Well, and honestly, that's why I keep going back to Fortnite. It's like Fortnite is an outright free game. And like, yes, they charge like 20 bucks for skins, but overall, it's like they provide a lot of value for what it is that you pay for. And you don't have to pay for anything to get enjoyment out of the game. So they they hit it on every level. And I feel like the less greedy these companies are, the more money they can actually make in the long run. Because it's like, honestly, the same thing works for like how I structure my comedy shows or anything else. It's like if you provide the value to the customer in a way that is easy and makes sense, then you will get the return and you will in- engage the customers at a level that they, they would yeah. like to pay for in order to keep it going. So yeah. I, I feel like it's a delicate balance and I hope they learned a lot from the way they monetized Halo because that was not it. And I'll admit it. Like, I mean, as much as I love to, to defend Xbox and, say all the great things about it like i'll be the first one to call them out if i feel like something isn't quite there you know yeah um, and that's they still have a long way to go with that the battle pass system and that right like, it's cool that it keeps it forever but there's nothing in it like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 there is like a lot of the same shaders and stuff but like honestly that that was the biggest innovation that they bought yeah. to, brought to gaming and i would like to see that in more games where it's like if you buy the battle pass you already bought all the stuff you just need to invest the time which it would be smarter if they did because then that's more time you have to invest with the game. So if you get hooked into Fortnite, like that could be my game of the summer. If I have three battle passes, I have to catch up on, you know, like you don't have to keep selling me stuff. Like, yeah, let me play the stuff you already sold me. (laughs) The only fear I have with that is though, is they see Activision's like yearly income and they know if they go in and change those policies, they it could Mm -hmm. drop. And yeah, do they want to lose that $17 billion annually? Yeah, make it go down to 10. That's why I agree with you, Jasper. It won't happen right away. If they're going to make changes, it will be down the road, um, Mm -hmm. depending on where Call of Duty is at and what they decide to do with it. But I don't think we're going to see anything change in the next few years. I think it's going to be status quo for the most part. And by the time that happens, though, like there, there's a whole time frame in the next four to five years when that could possibly happen, where that could be a time frame for a whole paradigm shift for the entire mm-hmm. industry. Yeah, like where we see Roblox or whatever other game, like take over the crown from Fortnite. I mean, or there could be a new like, like, fucking that's... strategy. Cause it started yeah, yeah, out with yeah, microtransactions exactly. and it went to season passes. Now it's battle passes. Like we don't yeah. know what the fucking next marketing exactly. is going to be in five years. It and, could be and, fucking. And, and people thought it was going to be NFTs and you see how that worked out. Right. <laughs> uh, but, but then, uh, you know, a lot of the, um, uh, and there was a, somebody who post made a post about the venture capital investments are like the lowest mm-hmm. in three years, right? Because of the boom yeah. with COVID and then uh, kind of mm-hmm. resetting and then no also more quick money. <laughs> and then and then games of service in general has been kind of down on the decline. And you see a lot of these other companies kind of pulling out. Uh, but the, to Pong's point, PlayStation's is, doubling down <laughs> to Pong's point, though, like with the moat thing, Call of Duty is protected within itself already. Right. Yeah. They they're they're so established as like the yearly shooter that you go to play to get your shooter fix in that like people are still going to buy and play call of duty almost no matter what they fucking do for a while. It would take like a monumental, like horrible three or four year run to really kill people rated Vanguard as the worst call of duty, but it sold the most. So exactly. 
right? <laughs> it, it, exactly. And then they had Modern Warfare That one two sold and... the most? Well, that year. I don't know about that. Oh, that wow. year. Yeah, no, yeah. it maintained. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the Xbox is going to have this like biggest seller. Like, it, 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 Just imagine them being able to tout the player counts, right? Like, they tout the player counts for a lot of these other games. They don't really for Minecraft. If they did for Minecraft, it would be insane, right? But uh, if they touted the player counts for Call of Duty, like they do like with the other uh, stuff that was uh, announcements that were made, you know, um, you're talking about hundred plus million player type th- announcements and stuff like that. And then meanwhile, you see PlayStation. Yay, we sold, you know, about three million copies of Horizon Forbidden West or yay. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, congratulations. Um, <laughs> and you're going to keep having to do that over and over again and spend four or five years making each one of those games. Meanwhile, Xbox has all these games that are making continuous revenue on top of the continuous revenue that they're getting from the subscriptions service. Meanwhile, they're also launching single player games and all this other stuff as well. Um, that's, that's kind of where what we've been talking about for a long time. It's like, the, this is kind of behind on that to, side, you know, it's interesting. I, I have to say, I really enjoy where it's at though, with like the $30 upgrades for like the early access yeah. and the expansion passes and everything, like being able to play Starfield early, being able you to jump in on DLC Forza. I did it with the last two Forza releases, four mm-hmm. and five. Yeah. Like it's been it's been nice to just be able to like use the subscription service I already pay for and get the most out of those games. And now that they're doing the early access, it's like adding that value. Like it I like the direction they're going in so far. And, yeah. and you see and you see the media already trying to come down on that new model. That, yeah. that I'm like what are we doing? <laughs> of course, it's business. Of course, they're going to try to offer us something to get us to put on a little bit money outside of Game Pass. But it's a decision. And it's not just early access. Everybody's always like, oh, when's the actual release date now? Is this like, uh, how, why do we say this is the official release date? <laughs> It's not just about the early access. They are giving us mm-hmm. like passes or they're giving us like you, you're just yeah, saying you're, game you're, buying, you're, buying, you're the buying the DLC. Edition, yes. Well, this is yes, a hundred dollar edition content. for a third the yes. price. Right. Well, you just buy, yeah. You just buy the like, premium edition add on stuff, but you don't right. buy yeah. the fucking game. And it's <laughs> a decision. It's a choice. And it's it's like why? I, again, I don't. But this is always going to be. Oh, Xbox is doing something different, guy. Oh, X, oh Game bad. Pass is making other people do things now. Oh, that must be bad news for everybody else. <laughs> no, it's not. You guys say nobody buys any games anymore because of Game Pass, and yet now you're complaining when millions of people are buying early access to Starfield. Make up your fucking minds, guys. I'm spending like, more seriously. money on games. Right, this exactly. Is, this is a thing, though, too, that I, I always kind of tout, but I, I only get to talk about it when I come on here, but I, I, I want to make a video on it, but it's like literally, like, video games are a depreciating asset. Like, the money that you spend on them is unless it's Nintendo. Some, uh, unless it's Nintendo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah unless it's Nintendo. <laughs> but when you get far enough down the line, like you're gonna buy that game, especially digitally, one year, two year, three years down the road. Like, how many games for the PC gamers here do you buy for like five dollars on Steam? three years after it comes out if not less hey i'll get around to playing that eventually (laughs) like the thing is like you can pay 15 bucks a month to play game pass now think about it as a built-in library or um like renting games whatever you want to think about it but if you really want to own that game like you spend that extra 35 dollars now you get the dlc 
And over time, like you didn't spend the $60 outright, but you get access to the game and you get the DLC a year later. If you really want to buy and own it, which if you want keep your game pass subscription going within theory, they keep adding value to the service. There's no reason to cancel it. But if you really want to buy it two or three years down the road, you could buy it for 10 or $15 if you decide to cancel game pass. So it's mm-hmm. like they're yeah. literally giving us that. It's like a leasing program or I don't know exactly the best option, word to put on it, but it, it's also an option. <laughs> and it, to me, it seems more cost effective because then I don't like I like if I would have bought Starfield and Forza and spent a hundred dollars on it for the experience I had. Like that would have been money that I could not have. Yeah, put if towards. you play more than two Xbox first party yeah. games a year, it's worth it. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like I, I wouldn't have been able to buy Armored Core. Like, and I love Armored Core. Like I've been playing the hell out of it. Still, it's just I took a detour for Starfield and everything else. But in my opinion, in my mind, in my wallet, that is money that I saved, and I've gotten to play three games over the past two months instead of just two. Like it just makes sense to me in that regard. Yeah, because I'm never going to be able to sell those games for the money that I put into them anyway. Hey, GameStop yeah. will offer you a quarter for it. Yeah, yeah. The best I can do <laughs> is like give me your house. I got a shiny nickel. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ma- Mav, back to ABK. To the one thing I do like everybody focuses on Call of Duty. It's so easy to focus on Call of Duty. It's obviously a massive, massive thing. Well, there's but games on, other than Call of Duty. Yeah, right. But honestly, <laughs> think about it. When we talk about the games of service, and you were just talking about these ongoing games, they also inherit Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, you know, they, they, they also acquire Overwatch. Overwatch. And yeah. I know Overwatch isn't, it's, it's, da- but again, that's a it's name. It's still like 30 still, million fucking right, players. <laughs> right. It will still live on. And if they fix it or if they make the next one, who knows? It could be back on top again. They inherit all these games, but Mav, more interesting. Is the roadmap that we don't know. Yeah. 100%. Right. And because everybody says, oh, all they make is Call of Duty now, which to a certain extent is true on the Activision side, but there's other stuff going on. And oh, by the way, they've also been expanding their teams as well to make more than one game. We've got the rumored Treyarch game, right? The first person shooter RPG with X Bioware devs. We the know Infinity for a Wars. fact that Blizzard has announced the, the survival yeah. game that they're making. And what is going to happen, Mav, on that day after the acquisition, whether it's six months, a year, next year sometime, when they announce StarCraft is coming back. Yep. <laughs> is it exclusive? Holy shit. Yes. That will be. Oh, that, that they will can't be. do that. It'll be PC. Yeah. Can't do that. PC. Be- PP, yep. PC and Xbox. It's illegal. They can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you lied to us. It'll but be- yeah, that unknown known roadmap then- because we've seen, we now saw ZeniMax's internal roadmap, right? With stuff that we didn't know, right? With stuff that we didn't know on there. But Phil and everybody else has seen that internal yeah. roadmap. And what's to say that there's not six games under production, seven games under production right now that we haven't heard about that Blizzard and every other studio already has lined up down the future. And all of a sudden, they'll start getting announced after the acquisition as they come up. This deal gets better and better the longer you think about it for what they're going to do. It's crazy. Exactly. Man. And then the amount of players coming back into uh, StarCraft from Korea. And then you put Korean localization on a lot of your games. And you have a huge footprint in Korea. And you'll see a lot of of people... Uh, getting game we'll get a lot of games yeah. out of korea if this is if this happens yeah and, and i don't know 
does yeah. the localization. And I don't know why I didn't say it. You, everybody in the chat, World of Warcraft, of course, World yeah. of Warcraft. When they <laughs> announced World of Warcraft 2, finally, what the hell is it? The, the world's going to stop. Could you like, imagine if they put it in Game Pass? And the funny They're thing about all these games is yeah. Overwatch, service game. Diablo, yeah. service game. Yep. Call of Duty, pretty much service game. Service World game. Warcraft, yeah. service game. They're all yep. fucking service games. Right. They're just adding to yeah. everything that Sony's trying desperately to find. Xbox now has like a dozen plus. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, as Game Pass said, Game Pass dad said, World of Warcraft going in a PC Game Pass would be huge. I, I, it they, screws up the model, though. Be, mm-hmm. Well, they yeah. well, maybe an add-on though. Pay, you'll knows? pay the the subscription. <laughs> no, maybe maybe to you it. have it where it's a perk. But, you know, you get well, a month, the, one month free for every three. Because the, the game itself, you have to pay for it too. Mm-hmm. It's not a free game. So the game is free through Game Pass, but then you have the you know. Now, if you have Game Pass, maybe it's only 10 bucks instead of 15 bucks. I know some of these MMOs, Psycho, have done like there's a free version, but then you get. I think you can get up to like the first 20 levels or something. Right. Is there like like a certain amount you can play for free within World of Warcraft? uh, Yeah, you get to a level. Yes. Correct. You get to a level, and then you have to pay a subscription service, which is fine because a lot of people that don't that love world of warcraft they buy the game but if it's in a subscription service and they get all these other games that they get to play and they get a discount on the monthly fee like like i said like if it's just 10 bucks a month instead of 15 because you have game pass people be like you know let's be honest the people still paying for world of Warcraft at this point probably don't give a fuck about game pass (laughs) (laughs) but the people that are on game pass that like it those those players will benefit from it. Something I could see realistically, though, is maybe a discount if you have if you're a Game Pass yeah. subscriber. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You get a discount uh, depending on what it is. You know, I'm not trying to say it's like it's only going to be five bucks, but if it's just ten bucks and you you save five bucks, that's you know that five bucks goes for your Game Pass. So instead of paying out thirty bucks out of your pocket you're only paying uh, 25 you know what i mean so un- unless they have a tier where it's like uh for subscription services like wow and if they get final fantasy 15 uh something like that like you know here's you know that tier if they do something along those lines but it's still it's it's a it's a great it's a great opportunity for xbox and a lot of gamers uh because they will fund the game and it will live on uh and not uh die off or like get poor uh, seasons or poor dlc and things like that so it's a win-win yeah yeah um i know that a lot of these publishers have like these investor calls and stuff and like they'll like kind of talk about how many games they have for like the next couple years slated and stuff like that does anybody recall anything from ABK about any of that stuff? I know we got a lot that had come out before from like 2K and stuff on some of those, but I'm wondering if there was like an investor call where they may have like mentioned how many AAA projects they have in the works and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, we get some of that information and it would be interesting to find that nugget on the internet. And I, chat, if you guys have uh, been paying attention or whatever if if you know about one i i would be curious 
I don't know if that's the kind of information they share. I know that they've talked about it. And I've seen in their investors where they had like touted how many uh, users they have and players and and all that. But what were you saying, Fuzz? No, they they have on their site. They have um, like the the same thing that all the other uh, shareholders will get. They get like a little portfolio of like over the year what they made and and stuff like that. I don't recall seeing anything game related, but I do remember like some of the stuff before or this most recent one, they did make mention of uh blizzard's upcoming game, which is the, the hunting or the survival survival game. game. Yeah. And they were supposed to be a second one that's unannounced as well. So blizzard I'm, I'm under the impression has two. And then there was the Treyarch project, uh, the next call of duty and something else like there's, there's supposed to be two or three Call of Duty related things and, and like two non Call of Duty related things in the works that they've that they've mentioned that are within the next uh, year or within 2024 or something like that. So right, okay, cool, man. Um, they have and you know we have barely touched on the mobile side also, which is huge for them too like i mean they got some massive games call of duty mobile is is massive you have uh um candy crush as well which is like always one of the biggest mobile games every single year um it's it's gonna be interesting but uh yeah i got a couple super chats to get to here anonymous boss hit us with the two dollars so sup guys salute to all where's the magic cookie got them right here bro magic magic cookies I've been I've been snacking a lot. Uh, <laughs> I had some yesterday during Mad, uh, not Mads, uh, Pong's fucking rant. Uh, it was classic. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> also, got, is that the Target bear full of? <laughs> yeah, this is uh, this isn't Stouffer's. This is Market Pantry. Market Pantry. I got a shout out to Market Pantry Target brand. Some good shit, guys. Uh, they're they taste <laughs> just like cardboard, just like the originals. Um, the good also, kind. Yeah, we also got another two dollars super chat from anonymous boss says. I can't imagine WoW in real high quality. Yeah. Imagine if they do do that, though. It's going to be uh, pretty crazy and monumental because it's been one of yep. the biggest games. Uh, That's the thing, though. Every time they try to change WoW, the community bitches about it. They just want classic WoW back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but if they did, if they if they learn their lessons, right, Jasper, um, from everything that's happened, and it seems like they have because they've gone back uh, a little bit and done some things right. Dragonflight got pretty good reviews yeah. from everybody too. If they can, if they can learn from that though and develop World of Warcraft two from the ground up, but keep those core aspects still there, but just upgrade the graphics and upgrade, you know, some of the loot systems and that kind of stuff, bro. They they would again, it would stop the world. There'd be so yeah. many people clamoring for that damn game. Oh my god, people would play it, but at the same time, yeah. you know, it's going to get review bumped. It's fucking, it's Blizzard. They're going to add one microtransaction. The community is going to fucking rage and yeah, <laughs> throw things. <laughs> um, we got another two dollars from anonymous bosses. I think WoW will sell full price. It's the only way. Um, yeah. I. I think the subscription, yeah, but I think the game could be in Game Pass. Like, we'll it's see. Possible. Yeah. It's possible. Who knows? I mean, ESO a, does it that way for the most part. Yeah, so. I mean, you might get a discount yeah. on it too, like like these guys are talking about. So we'll see. I mean, it's 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 what's going to be. It's, it's going to be interesting to find out how, what how everything works in the post post ABK. There'll be like the Xbox will be like with uh, an. A A B K and a, a B A B K like date. You know, we'll be like uh, 
and 2026 it'll be like three a a b k yeah. yeah, I don't. The only thing I could see them doing would be like a Game Pass perk because they've done that with RuneScape, which is kind of similar, where they give you like a month or two for free of RuneScape. Like, I could see them doing that, but I don't see them like doing too much overlap necessarily, like because it's kind of two different audiences. Yeah, we'll did see. You, did you guys? Did you guys know King had purchased an AI technology company in June of 2022? Yeah, I did it's- not remember that. Pelterion. And they're using it that it's updating the Candy Crush and it's helping them run Candy Crush smoother and all this kind of stuff. I did not know that they had. It's probably just like running by computer. Like nobody's working on the game anymore. It's just like some computer. It's like. (laughs) Well, yeah. It's it's your new daily level. Just updates. They just create levels out of the AI. Yeah. Yeah, It's just interesting because I don't know if you guys heard today, but Microsoft is uh, going to be announcing their own AI chip very soon they're they're getting ready to announce their own ai chip so they don't have to uh buy so much from nvidia so this is microsoft's big push again ai has been a huge investment for microsoft and again we've already talked about that plenty of times how we believe that there's potential that's going to change gaming uh in the near future we're not talking 30 years from now we're talking in the next 5 10 15 years ai really could uh revolutionize i, mean, that was, I, I thought people just had the presentation that was the entire yeah. fucking presentation pretty much was ai yeah. shit so ai shit yeah exactly yeah. I, there's a lot of companies but microsoft's one of the big players in ai right now so it's gonna be yeah. cool like i said the next console i wouldn't be surprised if it's got an ai chip in it mm. Mm. that'd be pretty mm. damn cool yes yeah. Be interesting. It would cost three thousand dollars. <laughs> no, no, it won't. That's why they're making their own damn chips, Jasper. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. I like chips. Like I, chips. I like chips too. What's y'all's favorite chip? <laughs> I mean, the classic nacho Dorito. I feel like is. <laughs> I'm a Cool Ranch guy. Um, it's not a chip, day. but Funyuns. Oh, uh, that's, a, that's a chip. I eat good. the fuck that. I eat the shit out. I'm like, you fuck that. Onions? Explains a lot. I, no, dude. <laughs> yeah, I put it. it I, tear I, it up put, a little bit. I, nope. Not, yeah, I'm not gonna Uh-oh. go there. <laughs> my neighbor eats them. <laughs> oh my god, she uh, loves them. When it comes to chips, my taste change almost mm-hmm. weekly. It depends mm-hmm. on what we have in the house. Like right now, I'm yeah. on the uh, salt and vinegar lays. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And That's then, that shit uh, right there. Went through Funyuns earlier in the summer. Um, and then I, more so than Cool Ranch Doritos, I like the, uh, was it the spicy ones? Oh, the, the, it's the purple bag. It's like yeah, spicy the, sweet or something yeah. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, oh, and fucking cool. hot fries. If I see hot fries on their shelf, I got to buy them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hot fries. Hot fries. Hot fries. Yeah. I, uh, Dandies. Indies hot fries. Hog, start ranting about something. I got chips. <laughs> <laughs> I got I got my rant out last night, sir. Um unexpected. What, what are those? Jalapeno late These July? are late July jalapeno lime. Oh, these are my yeah. shit lately. I, I love I, jalapeno I, kettle chips. Oh God. I got these from Costco. I've never heard of late July. Oh, it's pretty good. It's like uh diet Doritos. It's the second half of what? July. <laughs> right on. Okay. Oh, it's the second half of July. Okay. Yeah, I uh, I like salt and vinegar chips too, bro. Uh, but I like the kettle cook ones. You know. Um, no. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that those no. You don't like kettle? No, I don't. They're just weird. No, I like Actually, salt and vinegar. Good choices, gentlemen. <laughs> but I love salt and vinegar chips. I eat the shit out. There's, there's one brand from Ohio, Snyder. But they make mm-hmm. uh, a barbecue that the is pretzels. Is, no, no. I think well, it's the same company. 
It's like they have like Snyder's. hard bread. It's like little hard bread things and yes. there's pretzels in it. Like well, yeah, they make. Yeah. It's yeah, not make, Ohio. It's that's really good though. Well, I lived in Ohio, and that's where I ate them, Jasper. Okay, <laughs> so they're automatically Ohio, Jasper. <laughs> I was in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I drive a Ford in Ohio, so it's an Ohio car. Wherever <laughs> Psycho eats his food is what they're where it's from. So let's go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh man. Um, Kate corrected me. I guess we've had late July tortilla chips in the house several times. Hmm. They weren't memorable though, because you didn't know. Well, I did. Yeah, but the the Snyder ones, they like taste exactly like jalapenos. If you get the jalapeno ones, I see a tortilla chip. It's fuck. If it's probably Love one ones. of those that come in a brown bag, and there's like twenty different brands. You know what I mean? Like fuck, I'll I'll eat the <laughs> shit out of those things, dude. Sometimes there's nothing better than a tortilla chip, just plain, not even dipping and stuff. You just fucking go down on a bag. But uh, yeah, <laughs> no <Yo>, pause. <laughs> what? what going saying? down on a bag? Going down on a bag? Really? Yeah. Y'all don't go down on bags? <laughs> Whoa. Of <laughs> <Up> chips? <laughs> Whoa. Welcome to just Xbox me? Ultimate After Dark. Yeah, this is now, we're now moving hey, to After Dark. Past midnight, so. No, it's not here. <laughs> we're still on Central Time, Jasper. <laughs> I, I'll go I'll go down on some lots of bags, bro. Those, fucking, <laughs> those, those chips are fire, man. That, oh, I don't, honestly, I don't really care what the fuck kind of chip it is. If it's a chip, I'll eat it. You know, um, <laughs> except for a paint chip, I've eaten plenty of those as a child as well. <laughs> the lead kind, you can't beat them. <laughs> Hold on, I got you. Has anybody tried that future Coke yet? No, I don't know what the what, fuck what, you're talking what, about. What's future? Coke? Why the, they've got a new Coke out? It's called like Y3000. What have you seen? Is it clear, yeah. like clear Pepsi or no? no? No, thank God it's not clear Pepsi. We were just we were just doing that today at work. We we're going through the worst because uh, obviously I'm the oldest one at work for the most part. There's a couple of people close to me, but I was like, "Do you guys remember New Coke?" And nobody remembered New Coke. And I was like, "Oh my God!" But then uh, one of the younger kids uh, he went out for lunch and he came back and he's like, "Oh, I got the New Coke finally! I found a <laughs> bottle." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" So he poured a cup for me, poured a little bit on a cup for me. Yeah, it's different. It's definitely different, but yeah, it's called like Y three thousand. So if you see a bottle, grab a bottle and try it. I don't know that was GHB. Is it, does that me- is it meth instead of cocaine? No, no, they didn't do that route. No, they didn't. No, no. This is future coke. <laughs> it's got fentanyl in it. I don't know why. I just need some more of this coke. Pong, Pong worked his way into the future. <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I took the time machine forward. Let's go. Did it taste like the future? No, like dirt and cancer. no, it wasn't. No, it was lasers. awful. Like new Coke, new Coke back in the day was awful. Clear Pepsi was freaking awful. Uh, this is got a weird it, it's got a weird flavor, obviously, because you're expecting it to be Coke and it's not right. So it still has a little bit of it to it, but it's got this off. It's it's a it's it's a taste. That, it almost takes it almost tastes like like your first little sip of a Captain Coke. It almost has that weird rum flavor to it in a way. It's it's definitely different. So they're putting rum in it. Now. <laughs> I wish, but yeah. no, they're not doing that either. No. Nope. Oh yeah, serve Jolt. Jolt was oh, Jolt was the bomb back in the day, man. Um, <laughs> Alvin with the two dollars says best mass market snack equals mega stuffed Oreos. Hmm. I have yeah. A there's got to be a way we can parlay this into a Ma- sponsorship. Mav doesn't for like you, Oreos. Here no, we go. I have a confession to make. I prefer the original Oreos, not the double stuffed or the mega what stuffed. What the fuck? That's too much cookie, bro. 
I no, it's not. I do like more cookie than frosting. I do like more. I think the ratio was perfect in the originals, and they never needed to up it to the double stuffed or the or the but, mega stuffed. But birthday cake Oreos are delicious, bro. I will say birthday that. cake Oreos. I also mm-hmm. like the um the like golden Oreos, Oreos and the golden Oreos are freaking yeah. awesome too. Yeah. yeah, I like. Yeah, what was it? Grandma's Grandma's makes a great uh, uh, golden uh, cookie yeah. like that too. Yep. Yeah, as a kid, I didn't like Oreos because I thought the chocolate cookie part was like too bitter. And then mm. after years, it was like, oh, it doesn't taste so bad. Like I always used to prefer like the the store brand Oreos as a kid for some weird reason. I guess they were sweeter, but now it's like, yeah, Oreos are, yeah. are a lot better than I remember as a kid. <laughs> I like I bought uh, Walmart brand Oreos, and I'm like, these are too goddamn chocolatey. I was like, give me the regular Oreos, damn it. I if we're talking about cookies, Bud Stripe, Keebler, Bud Stripe. Yep. Oh, yeah. I was I was a nutter butter guy. So nutter but butter I like to feed, yeah. yeah, nutter butters. Yep. You went you went cookies. down on some nutter butters. I, I get down on some nutter butters. I won't uh, go I down, down I will cut. get down. Go down on, on a box of nutter butters. What about thin mints <laughs> in the freezer though? Gross. Uh, I hate yeah. mint. I hate oh, yeah. mint. <laughs> if it's someone not ruined it for gum. me. <laughs> someone ruined it me and for me and said it tastes like toothpaste and it ruined it for me, but I still uh, fuck with Samoa's. You know, I made thin mints with Ritz crackers. What? Yep. Huh? If you take Ritz crackers <laughs> it's even worse and like <laughs> peppermint chocolate, it mm-hmm. tastes exactly like a fucking thin mint, dude. It is insane. I did not think it would, and it does. I don't know if I love you anymore, psycho. <laughs> you gotta try before you knock it. You gotta all be, right, you gotta right, be right. on a real fucking budget to <laughs> No, it's homemade thin mint. You must have had a lot of to... funions before you did that there, buddy. Well, <laughs> I don't know if we can afford the thin mints today, but I got some Ritz crackers and some chocolate in the pantry, so let's go for it. Um Let's set up the fountain first. No, I grew up on boring cookies. I, I, my favorite cookie as a kid, and even to as an adult until they tried to choke me, was uh, uh, Lana Dunes. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, butter Those cookies. Butter cookies are delicious. Mm-hmm. 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 My, my ex Christmas would make time like, tins. Oh, from yeah. Grandma. My, oh, yeah. the best ever. Yeah. What about the like uh, five hundred cookies and give those tins? as presents yep. and everybody were like and that's when she did the thin mints and everyone's like oh these are great thin mints and she told them like what so <laughs> um she got me first hooked. you just gotta melt down some andes and, and I, then you just yes yeah, that's what she does down andes so they're like <laughs> melt down andes like and, green thin mints because like andes mints are like partially like greenish right just the center but okay. when you when you melt but when it melts it's it's chocolate okay Right on. Um, mm-hmm. Anonymous boss with the two dollars says you guys like Dairy Queen. Yeah, yeah, I like Dairy oh, yeah. Queen. Yeah, grew up on Dairy oh, Queen. it's a travesty. They stopped fucking putting. Uh, you know those. Uh, you muted. You're muted. Like, <laughs> we see your lips moving. I said I grew up on it too. Almost like the exact exact same time you did. I said I grew up on it because we had a corner Dairy Queen uh, way yeah. back in the day that we walk up to almost on a nightly. Basis. I used to like it, but like. The last 10 years, They've their changed. food just sucks ass. 
Well, you don't go yeah. there for food. You and go it's there gotten for ultra cream. expensive. But actually, our Dairy Queen up here, even though it's slow as shit, their food's still good. Um, they their double cheeseburgers are freaking amazing. They I've, still make them. Yes. They look like the menu, which is crazy. Yeah, their fucking double cheeseburgers are fire, yes. dude. Um, yes. Yeah, most of the ones out here don't do uh, the burgers. They just do the hot dogs and oh. um, yeah. like pulled. Is it pulled pork? I think they do that too, and that's it. Yeah. Um, Your Dairy Queen does pulled pork. Yeah, in PA, Some. PA is kind of a weird mix of. <laughs> yeah, they have cheese curds to serve, which are great. Yeah, they, they are cheese great too. cheese curds. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta say too, while we're on the subject of snacks, just a little, <laughs> just a little nugget for you guys. I'll go to my grave on this. The best chocolate bar. You want a really good chocolate bar. I'm not talking about going to the store and just getting something off the shelf. The best chocolate bar were the fucking baseball fundraiser chocolate bars. Yep, finest. Yeah. Finest. Uh, finest chocolate. World's finest and chocolate bars the, with almonds. The, I, I like I like the so crispy ones. Good. You can almond, order almonds. the you can you can order the shit online and yeah. you get order a fucking box online. And Kate ordered me a fucking box of world's finest crispy bars, like the like the Nestle Crunch yeah. ones. Yeah. And oh my god, I was in fucking But Mav, but Matt, was that this year? No, that was last year. Yeah. Were they still the same size or were they small? No, they were the same size. Yeah. Oh, no. The ones up here now are half of what yeah. they used to be. Oh, oh no. You mean they're like same bitter? price, downsize. Yeah. 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 yeah Remember how big the, the old ones used to be? You used to be able to break off the cube. Remember they were split yeah. up into cubes and you could break off each piece? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. Now they're like this and they're like this thin now. They're not the yeah, thick yeah. stuff anymore. It sucks. Oh. Yeah, I was so pissed. I was so pissed, bro. <laughs> yeah, it was. I think last. I don't know when it was. But yeah, we lived I agree in, with you. I know we That's some of the this, best chocolate ever. We lived in this house. It was probably. I thought like, he was about to say Hershey's for a minute. I was like, I, right, so was I, I was waiting for Hershey's. I was waiting for. Hershey's. Yeah, okay, corrected me. It was Christmas of 2016. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it was just last year, bro. Right. Yeah, it was last it's year. Trust me, bro. I was so excited. It, it's fresh in my memory. No wonder why they were still a regular size. Yeah, they don't make them that way anymore. We didn't live. You in heard house. it here first. Mav yeah. didn't know any of us. He's like, yeah, it was just yeah. last year. No, I was eating them with you. I he made all of this up. He I saw was... a picture online. He's like, oh, I'm going to talk about that tonight, guys. It was, like, it was seven years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yesterday I had this fucking fire chocolate. Uh... It was fucking seven years ago. But no, for for. Was gonna be like you didn't get we didn't order those online that was part of your daughter's fundraiser for school you idiots they were the little ones not the bigger ones i swear someday we're gonna find out that map partakes in psycho's uh drug use and we're uh, not we're not gonna be surprised at the end, <laughs> the end of it <laughs> I, I prefer paint seven tips. years versus last year what the <laughs> fuck man oh, it was yeah. fresh in my memory i still can taste it to this day i it's so good bro it <laughs> It was so good. I was so excited. It's like it happened yesterday. Like I'm saying, it's like, uh, but I'll still, I'll say, I'll go to my grave. This fucking best chocolate ever. It is. I, I agree. It is freaking and damn good. Actually, chocolate. there were Skittles maps out here tasting <laughs> the rainbow. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway. All right. Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's go. We'll hit into here, everybody. Uh, yep. Fun, fun fun talks. So Snack talks. Know. Yeah. I'm, I'm making me hungry. I had, I had, uh, <laughs> no, I had, um, uh, Freddy's for dinner. Y'all have nice. Freddy's? Yeah, Freddy's is good. Freddy's is good shit. Yeah. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's? 
No, like uh, they're like kind of like um, shake and steak style burgers, right? Yeah. Um, like uh, like steak smash. burgers, smash, you know. Um, but they also have like chili dogs and chicken sandwiches. Aylin's calling you out in the chat. What? <laughs> she said your favorite <laughs> chocolate you like bar Hershey's? is Hershey's. That's no, your go-to bar. No, well, it's my go-to on a, a regular basis. If I don't have access to fucking some random baseball kid that comes and knocks on my door, <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm gonna just put a sign out front. If you play baseball, sell me candy. Like I don't know what. <laughs> that's how Matt got on the list. <laughs> <laughs> you can that's how Matt on the watch on. list. <laughs> shout out! Shout out to Cullen Prime, by the way. Pirates for life, space pirates for life. Stole three ships and one on one moon in Starfield in an hour. Congratulations, oh, yes. Cullen Prime. That's the way to do it. Mm, right on. You hide the black flags, children. Thousand credits. <laughs> Let's go. Kate almost came on the show tonight. She said, "Oh, we would, oh, man. We would have loved to have you, babe." Um, next time. Maybe next time. Yeah. All right. Psycho, besides uh, tripping on some kind of meth shit or whatever it is you're doing, uh, where can everybody fuck? find you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> where can everybody find you, bro? Uh, yeah, find, thanks. Making uh, Ritz thanks. cracker uh, mint cookies. Thin mints. <laughs> yeah. It, hey, don't knock it. But anyways, thanks, folks, for coming out tonight. It's fantastic to see everyone in chat all hyped up. Uh, at the, At the end of the day, we all love playing games and that's why we come together. Um, you know, thanks for the support and everything. And you can find me on social media under psychonauts eight. You can find me Mondays on FSP at 10 Tuesdays. on fun pop at 10 and here every Fridays at Xbox ultimate at 10 o'clock talking that smack. Yeah. But having fun. Yeah, I, I enjoy talking snacks. Maybe we'll, each week we'll end the show with snack time. <laughs> Maybe you should snack start time. another podcast. I, like, I, <laughs> I, I, it was on Saturday. It was on Saturdays <laughs> with him foodies. and Kate, and it was the foodies. Yeah, the foodies. Yeah, you should go back to that. Yeah, it, it was a Mav and Kate, Mav and Fancy show, and uh, yeah, we, we yep. talked about. Yeah, we ended yeah, up yeah, talking about that. food. Yeah, you talk about food all the time. <laughs> yeah, fucking yep. yep. I do remember that. Do. Um, hey, those fries though at that movie theater in Texas was the bomb. I still can't. I like. I have cravings every time. I'm like, oh, <laughs> gotta come on down, man. I'll take you to the movies. Let's go. We'll have a little uh, fry uh, movie watching time. You know, let's go. That was fantastic. You yeah. and Matt can go down, down on some fries yeah, together. You're you're invited, Pong. Come on. <laughs> Hey, you want to? <laughs> hey, Sack, you want to come over and go down on some stuff with me? <laughs> I got lots of stuff in the pantry. We can go. We down can go on. down at the movie theater. <laughs> wow. We could go oh. down to the movie theater and go Pre- down on some fries. Uh, Proceed to list all the places you enjoy snacking. <laughs> Kate, Caitlin says, "Not me." We can go down at Freddy's. <laughs> oh shit! Um, Alvin, I went down on some Freddy's tonight. That's for sure. Uh, Alvin with five dollars says, "Is Virgil's bottled soda regional?" I'm from VA and live off the cream soda. Always wondered if it was nationwide. It's I've, definitely regional. Yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I've, I've no, never, I've heard, never of heard of it either. I read um, that as is Virgin's bottled season soda, and I was like, "Yo, <laughs> what's going on?" Elvis? Did you go down on some Virgin? What kind of soda? Oh, oh, Virgin? <laughs> uh, some some Virgin's cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, of age, though. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, well, of course, Mav. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <What the> <laughs> <fuck>? <laughs> well, he's got to say that because Mav has his baseball kids. It makes it even worse. Yeah. Oh, Caitlin says you guys have Virgils at most of the stores, Mav. Do we? That's <laughs> not a regional thing, I guess, man. It's I don't know. Getting caught in all these lies. <laughs> don't fucking know. It's just bullshit tonight, completely. I don't pay attention to anything. Matt, you had one yesterday. I just went to the store. <laughs> Matt, you literally have a twelve pack of Virgils in the pantry right now. Uh, um, yeah, I don't pay attention to shit. I just sit here and play my video games and wait till somebody brings me something. Like, <laughs> wait, do they this? make root beer? Yeah. I might have seen the root beer. Make root beer. I gotta look up their logo. Virgin's root beer. <laughs> Vir- uh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, Bob. Thanks for hey, Bob. thanks for coming. Thanks for coming through. Uh, hey, it's it's good to be here. I feel like the show just went downhill ever since <laughs> I got here. That's that's the uphill for us. That's what we like. All right. No, I want to make it all the time, and I'm sorry I've been so busy, but it's always good to fucking hang out with you guys. Um, yeah, I follow my YouTube. I'm making lots of Xbox content kind of lately, but uh, also stream on, on Twitch uh, a lot of times, but I'm getting bummed out by that. So more more on the YouTube and the Twitter, but mostly thank you guys for just being amazing, and you guys are doing amazing things here, and I appreciate you guys letting me stumble in late and come talk some shit and make it look like I know what I'm talking about. So I appreciate you guys so much and uh, just appreciate being able to listen in when I'm not around as well. So thank you guys for doing what you do and uh, being, being good friends. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, Keep up all your awesome stuff you got going on on YouTube and Twitch and, and your comedy shows is super cool. Yeah, yeah, Jason, yeah, Jason uh, Mab was that guy that said that he had a mansion and his dad didn't deal in cash. He had gold bars in a safe, and that's no, how he paid for everything. Yes, I, I was not. And then he drove his Mustang to school. He was like, see, yeah, I got the sweet car. You guys, we have PlayStations, too. We just don't play them because oh we don't. God. we don't. We don't enjoy those games. We're Xbox people. We got the Microsoft. But we checks. bought them anyways. I'm I'm we're part of the Illuminati and I all hail Bill Gates. <laughs> all I'm going to say, Jason, is it may have been humble beginnings, but it was a mansion to me. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I was appreciative of what I had. It, this little shanty that I called home felt like it's I'm, massive. I'm waiting for Caitlin to go, Mav, you lived in a trailer down by the river. Dude, the Caitlin fact checks are next level uh, tonight. I lived in like duplexes and townhouses and stuff as a kid. That's just that. Uh, well, sure? I'll have to say. Was that three years ago? We own both sides of the duplex, so. <laughs> we actually own the neighborhood. We just sublet it out to everybody. It just got one of them. In. No, I'm just kidding. And My that was only three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Ah, um, uh, uh, shit. Fuzzy. Where are you, where are you going next? Uh, yeah. Fuzzy Belvedere. Um, the Forza <laughs> guru. I loved your takes on Forza Motorsport. Absolutely amazing stuff to hear. Um, besides eating salt and vinegar lays, where can everybody find you? <laughs> uh, just thank you for having me on it's always awesome being here with you guys friday friday nights are always where it's this is the place to be for uh for all these uh laughs and and you know sidetracks and whatnot so much fun but uh thanks to everybody in the chat uh hit that like button if you haven't already 
always glad to interact with you guys and see you guys <laughs> laughing along with us. But uh, just find me on the uh, app formerly known as Twitter at fuzzy underscore Belvedere uh, shop podcast, possibly tomorrow at nine. Um, looks like everything should be a go on that. Uh, thoughts out to uh, PTK tonight. Uh, got a little bit of good, a uh, little word of good news. So hopefully everything uh, stays on point. Um, you know, as far as that's concerned, but, uh, man, look forward to, you know, hopefully posting some videos and clips and things like that for Forza on, on Twitter and YouTube. And, uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see how this, uh, journey takes us. <laughs> yeah. Right on, man. Thanks, Fuzz. Uh, and appreciate you all every week, man. Uh, everything you do with us here. Uh, Jasper, 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 uh, where can everybody find your Kentucky ass? Uh, well, I'm not on the oil ranch that you grew up on that Caitlin says. Um, <laughs> the oil ranch. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, my neighbor was Jerry Jones. <laughs> anybody old anybody old enough to remember Dallas? That was after Mav's family. That's what they yeah, based it I on. live a few minutes away from the I li- called South Fork Ranch. I li- yeah, literally live yeah. like five minutes away from Bro, South Fork. See? See mm-hmm. guys? See? Yep. You know, mm-hmm. it was an investment property for me. I decided to like get rid of it. <laughs> just a small loan of a yeah. million dollars. My father you know, the taxes, you know, I just didn't feel like playing for the taxes anymore. The tourist attraction's going downhill anyway. So, you know, it's like a... <laughs> and, okay. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 check it out. Lord Jasper Twitter, Lord Master Jasper YouTube, all that fun stuff. Check that out. Have some shit built. I've been sitting on one for like a week. I need to put it out. Um other than that, it's Friday or Monday, Tuesday, and Friday right here on Fun Speculation Net- Network at 10 o'clock with FSP, Fun Pop, and Xbox Ultimate. That's where I'm at. That's what I do. Check it out. Have fun. Right on, man. Um, thanks for being here and everything you do each week. It's absolutely amazing. Love every single one of you guys on the panel. You fucking family. I love, love you guys. It's amazing to be able to do this each and every week with you guys, um, even if we're talking snacks or ABK or, or whatever. You know, this is just a blast. Uh, Splendiferous with the $2 says, how much on the game, Mav? Niners versus boys. I ain't putting shit on that game. That's for damn sure. Uh, not against the 49ers. Um, they, they kick our ass two years in a row in the playoffs, right? I ain't betting on that shit. Uh, Christian McCaffrey scored, what, like uh, three, t- four touchdowns last week? Um, they have a good defense, great offense, and I don't trust Dak Prescott in the pressure situations. So I'm just going to leave it at that. So... This has been Xbox Ultimate Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in. <laughs> Next week. Really? Yeah. Really? Oh, what? Did you not do one? <laughs> no. Really? Oh. Did I forget Pong? Guys? Mm-hmm. No, I just always go after him. I'm sorry. Pong. Shocking. Um, <laughs> I apologize. Shocking. Um, Shocking. I, God. I feel so bad. Uh, <laughs> You made me do his outro last week, and then you don't even call him this week. Yeah. I th- I think. Will you still do PM in the PM with me next week, Pong? <laughs> are you there, Pong? Pong's dogs probably oh. fucking act up. So, oh, he muted. So, <laughs> oh, guys, so he's there. Uh, oh, there it is. He's back. Pong solve the. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
show. <laughs> the host of PM and the PM. Don't make it worse. One of the Don't make it worse. Best people in the I'm not Caitlin. You can't kiss my ass. Let's just do this. of podcasting. The man who laid out the work. best rant in work. the history of podcasts last night on PM and the PM. Absolutely. The amazing it was a good rant. Encyclopedia of Gaming. The I'm one just going to say his Twitter handle and, and that's it. <laughs> only the golden age man himself, Pong Soul. Where can people find you? Pong Soul on X, formerly known as Twitter. Pong Soul, uh, <laughs> you know, on Xbox. And uh, y'all have a good night. Thanks. Bye. All right. Bye, no. everybody. <laughs> I know you don't want to leave it at that. No, I don't want to leave it at that. But yeah. you can't kiss my ass. You screwed up royally. Fuck face. Anyways, uh, everybody, it's been a great, fantastic Friday night. Great to be here with the brothers. Lots of laughs. Uh, always a fun time. Chat, you guys are absolutely incredible. Again, nothing but love and respect coming out here. And again, as as uh, you know, we've all touched on, please keep uh, Fonz and PTK uh, in your thoughts and prayers. And obviously, uh, you know, uh, just send that good energy out. Because again, it does help whether you believe it or not. It does actually work. However you do it, it doesn't matter. Just send it good and positive that way. Um, but otherwise, everybody, Pong Soul X, formerly known as Twitter, Pong Soul on the Xbox. Tomorrow morning, Steel Rain and I are back. After last weekend, again, we hate missing our Saturdays. I haven't talked to Steel at all. His real life is crazy busy. My real life has been crazy busy. Um, so we are going to catch up tomorrow morning. So please drop on in, whether it's for five minutes or whether you stay the three plus hours that we will be live. Try out the living split screen. Split screen, all one word, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time, where we talk all things gaming. And again, I can't wait to get Steele's opinion on Forza. He's been playing a ton of it, but we got a lot more to talk about as well. So be there. And then as of right now, we are still having the shop podcast. So keep your eyes and ears open. If anything changes, we will let you know. Obviously, that's the least important thing. But obviously, if we do the shop tomorrow night, it'd be much appreciated if you drop in because PTK absorbs that energy and it really helps out. And obviously, anytime your significant other is having some issues, it is drains you. So if we do have the shop, drop on by 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 o'clock Central Time, the shop, PTK Blam's channel, Fuzzy will be there. I'll be there this week after two weeks off. I haven't missed like one week, or I think I maybe had an odd week off, and then now I missed two weeks in a row, so I'm ready to get back in the chair with my brothers on the shop podcast as well. Otherwise, next week, it starts all over again. Tuesdays, Xbox, Factor Podcast, All Good Things Green, Double Barrel Gaming is the channel. Mr. Boomstick is the man, 12 p.m. Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, and then right back here on the Fun Speculation Network for PM and the PM on Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time, where Mav and I... We did four hours last night. Wasn't planning on it, but that's what we did. You're going to have a good time with us every Thursday night, so be there. Otherwise, it is the golden age of gaming, people. So get out there this weekend. Have a fabulous weekend, first of all. Play what you love. Love what you play, and I'll talk to you all real, real soon. Now, Mav, go ahead and get us out of here, brother. Nah, I don't want to. Good. This is the bonus hour. You do whatever you want to do. We're going to talk about ice cream. What's everybody's? I'm just kidding. Back talk. Peace out, everyone. Have a great night. Uh, tune in Monday for P- uh, FSP, Tuesday Fun Pop, Thursday uh, PM and the PM, and then Friday Xbox Ultimate. And then uh, maybe this weekend I'll stream some more Forza. See you then.
Have a good one. Peace out. Thank maybe you some all. Redfall. Maybe some Redfall. Dark Tide. Warhammer Dark Tide. Going to be yeah. maybe a streaming yeah. weekend up here on Fun Speculation. Bye, bye, bye.